This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. How, how old is your, your, your child? Four and eight. Okay, okay. So I got a 14-year-old daughter. She in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And she's starting to become a, you know, she changing. You know what I'm saying? She becoming a, she becoming a, a, a lady. And that's just uncomfortable as her father to watch. Because, like, the other day I saw her, like, getting dressed and she... She was standing in a way like, like she got curves and shit now. And then she, shit make me fucking nervous. She playing, she playing volleyball and shit. She got, you oh, know, man. she in that cell phone. She Tell got, no, 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 cause like, never mind. I, I can't. It's a little nigga that walk her out to school every day. So I know what the fuck going on. Like I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, dad ain't stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what you telling me. This little nigga ain't, y'all ain't walking out the door the same time every motherfucking day. But that's neither here nor there. She a young lady and shit. So she asked me, she's like, I want to get my nose pierced. Now, me being the father that I am, I'm like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. If your mama go for it, I'm with it. That's how I got braids. Yeah. I was like, if your mama go for it, I'm with it. Now, mind you, I had my first tattoo at 16. Like, I snuck and got that bitch. So I probably think a little bit differently than most parents, but whatever. It's my baby. Yeah. So I told her, if your mama go for that shit, you can get your nose pierced. Now, you know my ex-wife. She's very fucking conservative and really, like, not with that extra shit at all. Like, (laughs) she's straight-laced. So I'm thinking, all right, well, now I got my out because I ain't got to be the bad guy with the shit. (laughs) Like, I don't really give a fuck, but, like... You know, a nose ring, like that shit's starting to, she, it's starting to go in a direction that I ain't ready for, but I just got to get ready for, because she going to be in high school next year. So I'm thinking that her mama going play to play the bad guy and be like, nah. So I drop him off at their mama house this evening. Before I even get back to 94, she texts me, mom said I get my nose pierced. Mm. I'm like, nah, no, she didn't. So I call her and she ain't pick up. I said, let me give her a second. Maybe she, you know, just trying to fuck with me. I call back. She ain't pick up again. I'm like, all right, she just, you know, yeah. she just getting, my, she just fucking with my pressure on the you Friday. You your daughter. Yeah, I'm calling my daughter. She just fucking with my pressure on a Friday night. So I get back to the freeway. She, I see her face pop up on my call ID. So, I, you know, I call her Young because that's, that's just my nickname. So I'm like, Young, what's up? She's like, Mom said I get my nose pierced. I'm like, you a lie. I can hear her mom in the back. She said, I, it's okay. Mm. <laughs> What kind of mother is it? That's, hey, that's when you go into the ghost mode. <laughs> so now, so now I'm on the phone stuck. She's like, "Hello, that's my daughter." Hello, I'm like, "Come here." So when we going? I'm like, "Look, I'm like, we're gonna go for your 18th birthday." No, nah, man, I, I, I set a date to it. I said, "Look, I'll take you next Saturday. I come pick you up. We go get your nose pierced." Her next thing is like, you gonna pay for the shit? I was like, that that's where the motherfucking buck stops. I'm not I'm not paying for it. When I was young, that's how I got braids. I asked my mom, like on some I just asked her. Yeah. And she was like, they didn't she didn't think I can grow my hair that long. And I did it, right? Yeah. And I had a hot top fade at first. So like, you know, when you wash your shit, get out the shower, you put on a do-rag, that shit lay down. Right. I had that shit laid down for so long, they didn't realize that my shit was Pack until, until the back wouldn't flip down no yeah. more. And one day I had that shit all out, and they was like, they didn't understand what the fuck was going on. I'm like, well, you already said I can get them. You know what I'm saying? And then she had to stick to it because you got to You got to stand on your prince. So, so I'm not even, story not even done with yet. Yeah. So I told her I wasn't paying for the shit. So I took her to the store earlier this week. She, you know, she get out of, she get out of practice or she get out of school. You know, they want fucking snacks or some shit. 
So I took her to the store this week. And I'm like, you need some cash? Like, you know, because typically she always juiced me for money. She's like, no, nah, I got a little bit of change on me. Nigga, she whipped out a knot of about $85 <laughs> to pay for like these $3 worth of snacks. I'm like, oh, shit. She definitely got enough for that nose ring. <laughs> so I said, so you been fucking home now? She was like, this just my snack stash. I got other money <laughs> at mom's house. So when she hit me back about the nose ring, she was like, you going to pay for it? I'm like, no, you got $84 now. <laughs> I'm like, you got me off speaker? Let me tell you one motherfucking thing. What I ain't going to goddamn do is pay for it. And I'm going to sign my name to it. And I'm going to take you. But paying for it? Because, see, this is what she do. When she wants something, I mean, she just, she a woman. When she wants something, she come to me. She just she just bypass her mama. So it's time for volleyball season. You remember the Harachi incident? Yeah. She need, she need new volleyball shoes. So I told her I got her. You know what I'm saying? I gave her her budget. You find some shoes under in this price range, they're yours. Then she was like, you know, she she's starting to care about her look a little bit more. She won't get she won't get these braids in her hair. Oh, that's a mama move. No, <laughs> she she jumped right over her mama. No, no, cause see, see your mama. My ex wife, she she do her own hair and shit. So I mean, no, my, that's that's your mama shit. Go ahead. So I heard her. She like my, I heard her talking to her friends, and she referred to me as her hood red daddy. That her hood red daddy gonna figure out where she gonna get these braids at. <laughs> <laughs> my feelings is fucking hurt you know what i'm saying my feelings is hurt that, that she referred to me like but like like a nigga you know i got on my nigga network in a few days i found somebody to do the braids and got, cut me a deal on the hair yeah. so you know i promised her i'd get her hair done so she done juice the hairstyle like 250 no fucking way i mean it's my baby she <laughs> All right, man. Let's start. Let's let's start this fucking show. I'm I'm angry. For oh you. man. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the Mike Jordan of the podcast recording. I listen to a lot of other podcasts, but them shits be boring. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame, don't fuck around, uh, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. You know, I've been listening to Ice Cube all day. And I told you before I came up here, I was listening to Natural Born Killers. And nigga Ice Cube say, I'm down with Jay like AC, down with OJ. You know it. You know it. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 193. Okay, closer. Man, I was thinking about that shit earlier, dog. Like 200, man. That's a lot. Yeah. 
That's a lot, man. Dedication, man. I remember the first time I thought it was going to be like a one Friday thing. Man, uh, that's a lot, man. And uh, we back for another Friday week. Friday is like prime pussy getting evening. And you we we cut into it every Friday with the podcast. I done gave up my Friday nights for four years, essentially. In June, it'd be four years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot of commitment, fam. It is. Especially when I was working midnights. Being my only off days was Friday nights and Saturday nights. I feel like if your job make you work midnights, they hate you. No, that shit was perfect. I hate we couldn't even none of this shit would have been popping if I wasn't like free in the mornings and shit. But like, well, Friday nights and Saturday nights is my only two free nights a week, and then the Friday night was the podcast. I had like one free night, one free weekend. You got to date real carefully, or it's like, why you only hit me up on the weekends? Like, God be, like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but. In any event, man. It's working. The grind is paying off. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, how, how was your week, my brother? Uh, It was good, man. But I feel like next week I might be doing the show behind the glass, man. What you S- mean? Somebody owed me some money and they are like rubbing me the way I don't like to be rubbed about getting my motherfucking money back. Yeah, man. <laughs> and they know like I don't fuck around with shit like that. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm feeling like, you know, I may it might be something premeditated. If I don't get my motherfucking money. Well, I don't I don't want that to happen. <laughs> Cause you know, because <laughs> it could get real nasty in here. Uh if you haven't told Yeah, uh, man. I, I never noticed. We got the we got the soundboard back in this right. bitch. I was just thinking about that <laughs> bitch the other week. But I uh, want my fucking money. I'm gonna give them to like I'm gonna give them a couple days to like, you know, reassess the shit. If not <laughs> <laughs> then I'm it, it's somebody I have to see. Yeah. Something they can't avoid me. Mm. You can probably, you can run for the weekend, but like we got to see each other. Yeah. And when we do, I just hope that you got what the fuck you supposed to have for me. Yeah, man. I, I hope so too, man. So that's not good. Nah. Um, because it's not even about the money. It's just about the principle. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this shit offline. I wasn't gonna even mention it, low key, man. But like, I'm not angry no more. Okay. But. Like somebody keyed my car. They did. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't understand how this happens. Like in twenty twenty. Oh, I can. I can tell you how it happens. <laughs> no, I. I really don't understand how it happened. Uh, like, I don't. I don't necessarily know when it happened, but like, it kind of fucked me up because like I don't know who did it. I don't know when it happened or where it happened, but I got. I got a good idea. Like. I told y'all about the situation. <laughs> that homeless where, nigga came, had a came bag, back for your ass. Had a vagabond. I don't want to call him that. But like in the neighborhood, because instantly I'm thinking like, what if it's this nigga here? Like, I still know where he at in the neighborhood because he's still living in his car. You know what I'm saying? But like. So that nigga did that shit and he ain't go nowhere. Said, fuck you. I'm still going to post up, bitch. <sighs> oh, man. Bitch. That's man. what that nigga saying to you, Jay. Bitch, hmm. what that nigga gonna do about it? He at work. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no gangster. Uh, he at work. Oh man, no, stop, <laughs> just stop, no, just stop, man. But make this shit make you make you feel the way. <laughs> stop, man. Get this shit. And like, like it wasn't even like uh like a little key. Like oh, it was working class ass nigga. It was like the from from like. The beginning of the car to the end. You know of the car. why it was deep? Because he ain't got shit else to do. You think this was who did it? Uh? <laughs> Either him, like I know how you handle 
like women. You're not like like for real. Like I can say that you're not a, you're not the dirtbag of the duo. Yeah. So I mean, I know how you handle young ladies. So I would be like hard pressed to believe it was a woman. Cause you know you can't divulge the secret layers of the Batcave to everybody. <laughs> no. And like you didn't been to the Batcave, Bruce Wayne trusts you. And I don't, I don't really. Well, nigga, they know where we be at every Friday. This the perfect place for you to get me, <laughs> right? I mean. But that's more of a story coming from me. Like, if I called you, it was like, Jay, my car keyed the fuck up. If you're like, oh, <laughs> finally. Like, but, but for you, it's like, it's a whole. Finally. Yeah, she finally Eddie caught up with me. time with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that shit kind of, it was. <laughs> I just caught that. Yeah. I just caught that. Uh, I really wanted to work that into one of my intros and shit, but like, no, ain't nobody going to get it. It is gone. Like, I don't nah, it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Just but, wasted. Uh, Nobody got my Van Dam at the Kumite last week. Yeah, they like, my the young fuck? Teddy Savalas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody caught Look it. Look at the Kumite. Um, but yeah, I was angry because like I couldn't, like I don't know who did it. The you know Kumite is on a new on, is on a new insurance commercial. What flow? Who? What? what which one is she? Insurance. Progressive. Yeah. Somebody talk about training for the Kumite on a commercial because uh, you said you just heard it like out yeah. in the wind last week. Somebody talk about training for it. Damn, that's three. That's three mentions in a week. Yeah, week, week and a half. I guess I got to start training for the Kumite. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I try not to be angry. I try not to be. I don't try not to let shit like fuck with me for for too long. But I was in my feelings for for quite. Man, I was angry though, because I'm like one. Like I just happened to look down and see it. Like that shit could have been there for like I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But like, why would you do that shit though? Oh, working class ass nigga. Gonna have a nerd to roll up on me. Man, that's unfortunate, dog. That's the case, cause like it could be bad. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be bad for the man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially in a snowstorm. You trying to stay warm and I got something hot for your ass. <laughs> Premeditated, Jason. <laughs> Premeditated. No, we, clearly we talked about it on the podcast for quite some time. So yeah. nothing's gonna happen to him on uh, on my watch. <laughs> but no, but what if he didn't do it? You know, then nigga, it's got then it's a that's a woman move. Like niggas don't not, key up cars. That was downtown. Like the night before I, I saw it, like I was downtown. Part like what if a nigga was just fucking drunk up downtown. I don't know, dog. I don't know, dog. Why do niggas just do such dumb ass shit sometimes? Mm-hmm. But now, I really like to put my hands on you. Jesus bro. Christ is the only thing power more powerful than the power of niggotry. I say it every week. It that's that's it. Yeah, just the Lord Himself is the only thing more powerful than niggotry. Niggas and flies, I do despise. And then Beyonce, the beehive, that brainwashing shit, that's a that's a number three. Hey man, somebody told me to tell you to ease up on Beyonce. Say <laughs> he said you gotta come along. I'm not Is it is it somebody that like we have a rapport with? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay, because I was gonna tell him something real nice and <laughs> real nice and rowdy. But since it's yeah, somebody that we, we know then rapport. like, you know, Beyonce. What's up with this Ivy Park shit? <laughs> I don't know, but like they be getting them boxes and be happy. This look like some regular ass Adidas wear to me. Like I, I know that's like and some strange be- colors. <laughs> <laughs> that orange, that burnt burgundy and orange ain't really doing nothing for me. But I mean, I guess you you like a somebody. If Beyonce single you out and send you a box, like nigga, I mean the market. That's a blessing from Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but it is. I wouldn't go that far, but like I get the marketing behind it. It's an excellent marketing plan, but like nigga, this some regular ass Adidas wear. From Beyonce, nigga, and it come with a note. Like, Beyonce personalized a note for you. Meg was, you know, popping and dropping and shit. Then she went to put on like, nigga, you got on a fucking Adidas hoodie. <laughs> like, this is some Adidas wear. 
Now nah, it's cool and all, but like I never thought I'd just be seeing niggas rock Adidas like that. I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't know what the when I saw Ivy Park collection. I'm just not in the know about even outside of Beyonce, but like Adidas is quote is popping again. You know what I'm saying? But like I just never thought niggas would just be rocking Adidas like I just ordered some pony hair Adidas. I caught them bitches on sale. It was cold. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was like $30. That's I mean, random as I fuck. Adidas always been hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The shell toes and all that shit, but after they didn't show love to run DMC until 25 years later, we kind of like got off that shit. Uh-huh. But I mean, I still wear some top 10s in the summertime. Give For me some sure. cargo shorts and some top 10s. For sure. And a crispy-ass V-neck. Niggas just try- well, so my folks up at State, we go go up there for hanging out, and we went to the mall, and I went and got me some top 10s. Like, niggas try to be like, nigga, where you get it? <laughs> like, y'all don't know. Of course, I'm always a bit ahead of the curve. Now look at it. some. That's a Detroit staple shoe, though. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? But in any event, dog, uh, we got two guests I, in the building. I was building, almost man. about to get these. I don't know who said the Beyonce comment. Since you, my bad, not to jump into this real quick before we introduce our guests. But since you're a friend of the show, I'm gonna let you off light this time. <laughs> but let me. But be clear, former guest of the show too. It was a guest. Yeah. Okay, we're so talking. You know, you know, if it's a guest, we fuck with them. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm gonna let you live, but I <laughs> I got a phone full of Beyonce jokes that I've been writing, and some of them are Let's pretty go. fire. You know, I, I I gave I gave some. I'm gonna break out the new material soon. Okay. Just not today, but I got a phone full of these bitches. All right, and they fire, and I don't give a fuck about the Beehive. Okay. Because my Twitter's already suspended. There's nothing y'all can do to me. <laughs> and speaking of my suspended Twitter, I want to shout out to Name Tag for misquoting me and slandering with, <laughs> for spreading that slander, my nigga. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> because I didn't say I like to dip cotton candy in milk. That doesn't make any sense. I like to eat the cotton candy and chase it with milk. Hey, that shit disgusting. Like either dog. either way, that shit disgusting. It's something different because if you dip it, it's, it's gonna definitely do, different. It's, it's going to dissolve instantly. I don't care what people think. I like cotton candy <laughs> and milk. You been to uh, Pinkies on the rooftop? No, not yet. That's I heard they got it. cotton candy though, yeah. <laughs> so they gonna see me soon. They but not with milk, nigga. <laughs> I bring my own milk. You know, I'll, I'll stop at Dutch Girl or something. At least it's almond milk now, right? Not when I drink, not when I eat cotton candy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's whole milk. That's red cap, my nigga. Vitamin oh, D. First off, I would never drink no red cap. It was always purple cap in my cup house. full of pus. <laughs> nah. And my mom That's was, all it is. It man. was 2% and my mom drank that slim shit. You know what I'm saying? That slim milk, which is like water. Hey, my nigga, I grew up on vitamin D. And niggas used Look to- Look at you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I drank- Why, fucked up. Listen, I drank 2%. And you drunk vitamin D and you the wild nigga. You know what I'm saying? Super hey, man. Like milk with water. I grew no, up believing that milk would do your body good. Hey. Nigga, we drink like three gallons of milk a week in my house. What? We had, we definitely drink a lot. I'm talking shit. I but- got I got teenage sons. You know what I'm Like my oldest 16 and I got one that's 12 and me. So it's a know, lot of milk consumption. Hey, man, switch that shit to almond milk or something, dog. They know that shit poison, dog. Come on. I found some almond milk that I like this week. Yeah, and I drink that blue diamond shit. That's the only thing I drink. But nigga, I kill some two. I kill a half gallon right the fuck now. I go to Dutch Girl and get a dozen and a half gallon. And be sick as fuck. Man, you sound like my son. No, he three. <laughs> mm. I kill that. Sh- <laughs> Don't let them bitches be warm. <laughs> them hoes won't even make it to the house, <laughs> nigga. Nigga, I be on. I be pulled over on the side of six mile. Just donut milk. Donut milk. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's wild. Uh, Donut milk all night long. <laughs> Double fisted. I can't even drive. <laughs> Don't let them bitches be. Oh, I'm going to get some Dutch girl tonight. I ain't never had a Dutch girl donut. <laughs> Nigga, you, are, you ain't from Detroit. Okay. You ain't from Detroit. That's the best donuts in the city. Yeah, uh, or give me or give me some Krispy Kreme. I eat I kill a uh, dozen of them bitches right now. Yeah, I think the best glazed donut is still a, a regular ass uh, Nigga, my uh, teeth won't even touch. That's how I'm gonna be popping them bitches. I mean a uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts glazed donut is still fucking great, dog. Fuck Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and you know what? You know who else has a terrible donut? Timmy Tim Timmy Ho Ho's, Timmy Horton's. Has terrible donuts. They, they shouldn't even cool. be allowed to call them shits donuts. <laughs> no, they glaze cool. Man, they taste like shit. It's a different. It's a different. Glaze, it's a different type of glaze. But like, it's a, they got. They all got their own it style. Tastes like shit. I'm a glazed donut connoisseur, though. You know what I'm saying? You'll you know, smoke crack if you eat a Tim Hortons donut. <laughs> <laughs> you'll smoke crack. You'll do. A, you'll do a rock. <laughs> All right, dog. You I'm on it. one today, you man. You got it, nigga. You got it, man. Uh, oh, let me introduce man. our guest that oh, we got man. in the building, dog. We'll why, right am I, why am I like this? What's going on? What's going on? You got to say your name. Oh, my name is Dom. <laughs> Just Dom, and that's it, man. Uh, I ain't got no intro. I tried to make one, then I'll start stealing y'all stuff. So. Dom, you ain't got no social media? Ah, uh, man, I'm scared to give it out right Okay. Now. Y'all right. popping, so I don't you know. You're probably a professional. You look, like, you look like you're a professional. I'm reformed. Okay. He said I'm reformed. Also, we got Cortez. This this Taz. If you're my friend, if you're not, my whole government Cortez. All right, man. We got Diamond Cortez. They gonna uh, tune in. We uh, chime in. I don't believe though, Taz. You got some social media. <laughs> I do. I do. You gonna shout it out? These niggas is professionals. You know what I'm saying? No, I will. I got, Taz look like he came straight from work. Why, man? I, I don't no. like. After last week's episode, I don't trust nobody. Now. What happened last week? Oh, oh the Russian yeah, yeah, like, nah, yeah. man. I, I don't want nobody oh, friend me. I don't know you. This is true, dog. I've been blocking niggas all week. Dog. That shit was wild. Um, but they, I mean, they professional, so. Uh, <laughs> Why you say like that? Like, I mean, oh, I'm foolish. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, y'all probably got careers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but you know, we still cool though. No, yeah, no, you know no, not. It's no knock. It's no knock. But no, I mean, you got to keep the two separate. In fact, yeah. I'm liable to say anything. Like I don't have <laughs> right. It's like you ain't got a job. Right. <laughs> uh, low key, I edited something out of last. No, I was that was this week in culture. Shit, I edited something out of that episode because I was for some reason. Yeah, whatever. I swore you was gonna edit my my outburst in last episode. <laughs> What'd you say? I was I was high as a light bill. You, my oh, I forgot. Do you see it? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Them lights was on me. I was high as giraffe pussy. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to uh, uh, man, yeah. shout out to Rafa, man, for coming through. Yeah, shout out to Phil. he got a lot of commitments already for the for the neighborhood grocery store. I Facts. want I want to see this thing win so bad, man. So yeah. go go to uh, Farrell F A I R O underscore Rafa R A F A and uh, check the links in his bios and everything like that. She just jumped in my inbox. Who that? This is. <laughs> uh, a new friend hit the hit the links in the bio so you can support man and get some shares like it ain't just like I'm giving money and that's it like be a, a little you can really invest oh, no, yeah. wait a minute is that a real thing absolutely 100% okay. absolutely um but uh yeah man this week dog listen uh some shit was going on and I want I want to talk about it it's a lot of shit going on a lot, lot of stuff going on and uh, what what's the best place to talk about it besides the barbershop? Did you see? Did you watch the new Tyler Perry movie? I did not watch. The I hear Tyler everybody Perry talking movie. about it. 
I'm not Tyler Perry's demographic, <laughs> so I'm not going to be watching it. I've seen the ashtray bitch clip. I mean, it's funny. I don't understand the context of how we arrived there, but you know. Well, he said something like he laying. I seen the whole that clip when he was laying on the bed and he somebody he told he literally was like, "Give me an ashtray, bitch!" Like he told her to give me an ashtray, bitch. Like this is, this is stuff that's on Netflix. Yeah. So uh, I'm straight. Just the movie he did like in a week or something. Like yeah. That? He, so he they shot the and did the whole movie like in five days. And then somebody on the movie was like, um, it was people, horrible wigs, by the way. Um, people that's a, that's like a Tyler Perry movie staple. Facts. <laughs> reading they reading the script during the scenes from their phone. Somebody like picking up an empty cup, acting like they drink. Like you pick up an empty cup, you know it's an empty cup. You know what I'm saying? Just a couple of mistakes that like, fam, don't have Felicia Rashad name on no shit that you shot in five days and niggas reading their lines from their iPhone in the middle of the scene. Like disrespectful. That's that just don't do that. Why is Felicia Rashard still beautiful? Man, she's she's still beautiful. She's so gorgeous woman. I don't know the woman, right? Right. But she just seemed like a really good, genuine soul. Like the energy just shoots out. Man, I don't know what black what's in the melanin, but black women just age so beautifully, God. Man, I was watching uh um I watched all six seasons of uh, a different world. I think I started like on Thanksgiving. And from Thanksgiving until I finished that shit, and Felicia Rashad was on there like I don't know four or five episodes. She just like so graceful, yeah, just man. like perfect. And she on This Is Us too. I don't watch This Is Us. I don't watch that either, man. That's the one I be having you crying. Man, This Is Us is excellent. <laughs> I feel like well, two things. I I don't like dramatic television, so I mean I'm not gonna watch. It. And then like it's so far deep into the story, like. Too yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it's, it's too late. late. I could, I missed that way. Yeah, like I miss Sopranos like that. Like, never but see, out. like like Sopranos and like this is us. Like if you start from the beginning, like it's not like dated as in like it's gonna feel like it's old mm-hmm. because they jump around different times. This shit is great, dog. I I've can't been, even. I can't even front. I've been watching the Sopranos lately from the first season, and one thing that I noticed: HBO ain't got no problems with niggas dropping bodies on their TV shows. Not at like, all. <laughs> like they and cool. They, they cool with murder. They never, that show twenty years old. Yeah, and they cool with like somebody gonna die every episode, and it's perfectly fine. Like HBO, you know, it's in the budget. Dog, when Game of Thrones came out, you know, I, we were still working at Comcast. And yeah. Shit. So like the HBO lady had come out, we got. A relationship with the HBO rep, take us out to dinner, do all types of shit, right? Uh, we got all these merchandise, like uh, cutouts and shit of different shows, and boom, boom, boom. So like the dude on there, Ned Stark, like fam, he on like the calendars we got. He on everything. Like you, the main star, mm. nigga, get knocked off like the third episode. <laughs> like wait Yo, a minute, that look, HBO don't give a fuck. No, fuck. if you a major character, we don't know. give a fuck. Man, they like if it's eyes. yeah, if it's for the story, kill him. Kill him. <laughs> who has put out better content than HBO? Maybe Netflix. Right, up. The, you <laughs> <laughs> the You People's Home Network? The You People's Network? Homeboy's out of space? Like, nah. Oh, classic, yo. Somebody nah. should burn. But somebody <laughs> should get stoned for Homeboys in Outer Space. Hey, I was a faithful watcher of that shit. Did you really? I'm not going to lie, yo. That is disappointing. I like silly ass shit, man. Was he 9, 10? I was like middle school, I think. 12? I, think, I don't think I've ever watched one whole episode of yo, that I, shit. I, I don't think I missed <laughs> Look, no at, episodes. As a young man, I didn't know what it was, <laughs> but like I knew Ron that shit. Johnson and Flex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Hey man, the ho- the spaceship was like a hoopty that talked. 
So look, as a young man, I didn't know what it was, but I knew that shit was wrong. I knew what UPN was doing was wrong. Hey, man. UPN stands for you pick a nigga. <laughs> you pick a nigga, right? The U People's Network. That's what it is. I knew UPN was wrong as fuck. I didn't know why, what for, but that shit wrong. Shit was amazing. Now it's the CW Network. Yeah. They went all the way white. <laughs> it was like, we got the viewership up, which is what they used to do. Fox did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They had all the black content, got the viewers up. Uh, we're going to change the direction of this station. Yep. You know how you do it. You know how you do it. Same thing they do in right? All right, man. So listen, this, uh, you know, we big battle rap fans. Absolutely. And uh, this week there was a, um, some white boy, and mm. I say that disrespectfully, <laughs> Uh, who want to get into a rap battle and he want to use the N-word and he got socked in the face for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, I'm a comp- I'm a proponent that you you should be able to say what you want. Yep. We all we all adults. We can say what the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. If I don't like you, if I don't like some shit, I should be able to say it. But you should also be ready to deal it's with it's the, the repercussions right. of that shit. If you get your fucking chin tapped... I mean, that's just, you know, it's the cost of doing business. And why do white people want to say the N-word so bad? Man, I don't know. Like, around it. black people. I don't understand it, dog. Like, what's... I don't get it, dog. Like, <laughs> like, why do y'all want to be involved so bad? Like, just let it go. Like, you can't have everything. You just can't. You can't fucking have everything. That's just let right. that that's shit what go. That's they want to say, because so, told them they can't. So, yeah, so I'm going to ask y'all, like, why you think they want to say it so bad? Because they get... They got, they got uh, control issues, man. Real talk, like... If they not control, like they got a problem with it, and they see a black man, black woman with power, we supposed to be beneath them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you about to, I don't want to get on my, my my black power shit right now. But I'm, I'm you, okay. You every time I was drunk in the bar and I, I was saying some real wild shit. Yeah. No, but yeah, I don't want to get on that level. But it it's it just I don't understand why like you you like we can't call them. Yeah, we can kind of call them what we want to, pretty much. What can we call a white person? What's one of them double standards that only exists because of, yeah, it's a double of history? Yeah. But like I just don't understand the need for you to to want to say it so much. What do you think, Ted? I think it, it, it definitely comes down to power. And that's it. The fact that I can tell you that you can't say something, and if you say it, there's going to be an immediate repercussion, potentially. Yeah. Uh, they ain't cool with that. Because if you, if you walk around work, you're at the grocery store, Wherever you at, you know, they tend to control, you know, the entire environment yes. you know, that they're in. So when they can't control something, they can't be the leader or whatever it is they're trying to be the leader. They got an issue with that for the most part. Yo, I was in, when I was in grad school, I went to Auburn down in Alabama. I know you've seen some racist ass shit down, so, down in Alabama. So I'm down there hanging out with some students. So I just got down there and I had this little class that I take with these younger cats. They want to go out, hit the town. I bet it's my first time down here. I'm, I'm going to see what it's like. So I'm I'm riding back, playing some rap music. I'm like, man, I know they're not going to say nigga. <laughs> I know they're not going to say Because so I got quiet sitting in the passenger seat. As soon as I say nigga, I turned the music off. Like, yo, I'm in a car with like four, four, four white boys. And then I don't, I don't know where I'm at in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> back rolling Alabama. I, I turned shit out like, yo, y'all can't say that. One of the dudes actually tried to argue me. I'm like, yo, bro, you, y'all, you hear me saying nigga? Where are you? You, 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 like, no, you in like, Alabama with some, with some man, down south die. white boys <laughs> that's been saying niggas they whole Nigga, life. Whole life. That's it. But like. With the hard ER. <laughs> what a, this is a double standard. But like, what if I say it around you and I say you still can't say it back to me? Like I what? Mean, I feel you on that. I also think that they think that we so far removed from 
our ancestors that they think is cool and we didn't kind of forgot about it. I forgot like it's only been but like 60 it years. Ain't like our, 50 like years. My, my our my parents, I don't know how old y'all parents were are uh I'm the our, we the first generation that were out of segregation. Yeah. Fully. Like my aunts, my uncles, they were born into that. Not, they don't they don't get that. I mean, my father was born in 1959. We they just, we got the right to vote and win. 64. So <laughs> while he was born, like my, was it 65, 64? I think 65. I mean 65. No, 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 who dies? It was 65. Yeah. Uh like come on, fam. Like my grandma is still alive. Her father <laughs> uh was born like her father's parents were born into slavery. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's wild. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that's wild. And like yeah. that's one generation away from a person who is still live today, who I just talked to on the phone. Like, this not it's not that far. But my my thing be like, so I'm sure you and your wife probably got names that y'all refer to each other as. Mm-hmm. They're like pet names or whatever. Can you share? <laughs> no. So <laughs> you see, look, you see the face he made, right? That he just made a face like if somebody said, like, so listen, whatever. Say you got a a, a name that you call Ooh. your wife, right? And you hear some other niggas say it. It's a, it's different. It's an issue. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all got something that y'all now, your whole, your your whole demeanor <laughs> changed. Like, oh, it's it's a problem. Now, is that <laughs> word in the English language? Yes, it probably is. Can anyone physically say it? yes? There is, but like, no. Not me, talking to my wife. Me and my wife call each other that. Not talking you to Ted's wife. You ain't gonna say it. Not at all. Like, I don't understand the concept. Where it's like, why you can't get that? If I you can't call my wife Schnookums, nigga. Mm. No, I don't give a fuck how many times you heard me say it. You can't call her that. And that's just it. Hey, Playboy, let's go outside and have a conversation. <laughs> Let me right quick, yeah, like I don't get it. Like, I don't. I, I just don't get it. More, more, moreover. Like, I, I get the whole thing where it's like people like nobody should have that much power over you and everything like that. Yeah, I get it. However, whatever the word is, why in twenty twenty are we still debating this fucking topic? Don't say the shit. If just shut the of, fuck up. I think it come down to a lot of respect too. Like if, you, if I just tell you, "Hey, man, I'm not comfortable with you saying that to me," then don't say it. Period. That's it, and that's all. Like I don't have to give you no reason why. Just respect that. And if you respect right. me enough, then you know, you know, let it go. Leave it alone. After that, you say it, then you end up my my man's in the rap battle. Yeah. Rock. And, and he got and he got off light. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just got off with a little tap to your mouth. You can still continue your evening. You embarrassed, yep. but you got off light. But he he planned to say this. Clearly, he wrote. Oh no, no, it, right? yeah, he, he wrote, wrote the shit. Yeah. But like even before, he was even saying like, "You better sneak me," or like, "Cause I'm I'm gonna plan to say it." So if I say it, he said a line like, "I'm David Blaine or, or Tyson with the hand, something or Mayweather with the hand, something like that." Like, no, you're not, because <laughs> Mayweather don't get hit, right? But it wasn't like a punchline, right? It wasn't like some some figure, Nick, like. You, you said it knowing that you was gonna get the reaction that you that you got, knowing that you shouldn't say it. So like your whole entire, even in a rap where you you trying to offend somebody, and you knew what you you weren't trying the to say. The setup was it. there. The setup was there. Like you did it on purpose. You got socked in your shit. Not hard enough. It looked like some it, like you didn't get socked hard enough. It didn't look like a full closed yeah, fist. He, he kind of caught him. Yeah, you pull it back. Step yeah. back like, ah. But the reason I brought that up is because as soon as he got socked in the face. Somebody black stepped in front uh, to like protect him. I saw that too. 
Like that's the part that I that's the part that 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 threw me. Yeah, I saw that too. So it should have been two niggas <laughs> smacked in the motherfucking face. Well, let my man work him out. Like just dude that was in the blue hoodie and shit. Like he stepped up to like to put like that's the that's why they think they can say it. That's probably he part he probably part of the crew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. No, no, I'm not giving it a pass. It should have been two niggas smacked in the face, and if it may be even a brawl, but like somebody, the smacking should have continued. That, that's cause that's the reason they think they can say it is because people condone it. Like it's okay, man. It's my no, man. No, he no. from the he from the east side. He good. I don't care how <laughs> he from E course. I don't care how far east he is. That shit ain't cool. Uh, that shit is beyond me, dog. Like the first per, first thing you gonna do is step in to protect the man. Why ain't you sock that nigga yourself? Or if y'all y'all this was the plan to say, uh, hey man, and you know it's ironic. This Doctor Martin, this the the Doctor Martin Luther King weekend. Facts. Like now, I say the n word a lot. Like especially on this show, I be nigga 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 in. I wake but, up every morning and say it and make my teeth white. <laughs> nigga 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 nigga. So I mean, you know, I say this shit a lot. But I still feel a way. Like, there's certain people I'm not going to say it around. There's certain, like, certain environments. I'm going to cringe if I hear somebody else say it. (laughs) But I can say the shit, though, because I earned earned it. You know what I'm saying? But don't, like, it's 2020. Just let it go. So Find find another thing to, like, hold on to. What Andrew Shaw say, Nilla? (laughs) Manila. Manila. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's still too close. Like, I... Like sometimes I be thinking like, damn man, I shouldn't say it. But then I'm like, you ever seen the South Park skit where he doing the spelling bee and like the word is it's a white boy up there and it's like the word is inward. Like I <laughs> <laughs> start saying in I. He's like no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not seen that shit. Okay. <laughs> but that's some funny shit. Um. I be thinking like, man, I shouldn't say it, right? But I'll be like, wait a minute. I don't want to have to change. I battled it. I struggle with it all the time. I go back and forth. Like, I don't. I struggle with it back and forth. I try to say negus via text message or whatever or whatever. But then I'll be like, listen, this is a part of our culture, and we have a common understanding in how we're using it. Like, why am why I, do I have to struggle with a word that I'm very comfortable with yeah, using because, around my niggas? And because <laughs> we don't want somebody else to use it. Yeah, like they won't respect the fact that I said don't, so I just got to stop using it all together. Like that's just weird to me. Yeah, I struggle with that shit too because I don't. I'm in a space yeah. a lot, so I don't use the word probably eighty percent of the day. And then when I do use it, I only use it around. My closest homies. Like, if we just around some random so, niggas, so I don't say it. Tez, I don't know what type of work you do, but ain't, ain't another brother in the office? It's two of us. Okay. <laughs> Three of us. So sometimes you didn't have a stressful day and you see him at the coffee machine, you'd be like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just let a good one out from the, <laughs> diaphragm, <laughs> from the <laughs> diaphragm. Nigga. Like, you know, every now and then. ain't here tripping. But it's, it's few and far in between, though. Okay. So, but I struggle with that, too, because... I do be want to say it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I went through it. Like, why, like, why do you got to change your whole, yeah. your whole shit up? Because you, you know, you in that space all damn day. It's wild, man. Um, and I kind of hate it. You know what I'm saying? I hate that I got to change. I hate that there's a quote unquote. I hate that there's a different dialect that I got to use right. in oh, front yeah. of certain code people. Switch. And like, why? Yeah, yeah. That's I was I was trying to think of the word, but code switching. Yeah, Beast Mode was talking oh, about that this week. Fun. Yeah. Hey, that's a funny. T- yeah, but like. <laughs> Do you do you think less of a person intelligence wise if 
they don't code switch? No. No. Because, like, I hear, like, sometimes, you know, it's the, the debate, like, oh, nigga, you say salmon instead of salmon and shit. Like, people, like, a judge you if you smart or not because that's a memory thing. Yep. D- you My, know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a, a horrible English language type thing. But, like, mm. fam, that doesn't qualify you as smart. But you know what? Because like, you remembered to take the L out or, like. So, so let me say this. Like, an office is about, spaces are about diversity. Everybody shouldn't be acting the same and be the same way. Like, nigga, I get it. Like, nigga, I'm not going to be like, motherfuck this in a meeting. But, like, nigga, I'm also going to come in that bitch with a short sleeve and my tattoos out and be who I am. I am still a professional. I can still get my point across without <laughs> nigga every other word. But, yeah. like, like I say, I see Craig at the vending machine and John from HR getting on my fucking nerves. I mean, this nigga Craig make eye contact. And we like, nigga. Like, if I got to let one out, yeah. I should be able to. Uh, depending on what industry you work in, cussing ain't crazy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, got, some, I got some homies who work nigga, in. Nigga, me and you done been in some meetings at, at the other's place. And cussing was not frowned upon. I got some homies who work in automotive um, inside the plant who not even plant workers, but work in that energy. Yeah. And they yelling and screaming at the top of their youngs. They both, fuck is this shit? And da, da, da. I'm like, <laughs> now, me personally. You start doing that at your job, you're going to HR. Well, me personally, I can't work in an environment like that. It ain't going down like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't give a fuck what y'all do. Like, you're going to talk to me with some semblance of respect. Mm-hmm. I get the whole dynamic of boss, CEO, and everything like that, but you need to talk to somebody who can physically do you harm with a level of respect, <laughs> period. Like, as a man, like, I'm not going to, I don't give a fuck who you report to, whatever. You're going to talk to somebody who can put hands on you or change your, <laughs> change your, change your tone. <laughs> change your tone. I'm going to give you the respect, but you're not about to do that with me. You know what I'm saying? And people, I guess they pick and choose, but like, it's not about to have that. We're not about to have that conversation. Nigga, somebody yelled at me in the workplace. I would hear natural born killers going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lord, this is the day I've been praying for. We got a, somebody in our. Uh, well, she not she not she not an executive no more. She don't work there. But like, she was like really really like they would tell me stories about her. I'd be like, she said that to you, like to your face. You know what I'm saying? I would hear all this stuff and like because of the shift I was working, we would only interact about 15, 20 minutes a day. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this what happened over the night. Blah blah yeah. blah. So like, I never got that because we just was never in that space. But I'm like. How do y'all allow her to talk to y'all like that? I understand her position, but like Jesus Christ, was it like, yo. just like early on in their career or something? Or no, like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you hey, hey yo, word life, fuck this job. I'll beat you the fuck up. <laughs> For real. All right, bitch. What was he just watching nineties videos? And you know what was happening in the nineties? Niggas was getting beat, beat the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> All right, bitch. You got one time. The next time, I'm gonna beat you the fuck up, yeah. and that's gonna be the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I checked one manager. I ended up getting five. That job. Okay. I bet you hand took I bet you hand the next you you crawl so the next nigga could run. You know what I'm saying? The next nigga. I bet you the next one that came through that office, he ain't try that shit. Right. So I'll be wondering, do I got a sort do do I have a responsibility to 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 damn near be myself yep. in the office environment to make it okay for us to actually be ourselves mm-hmm. for the next person? I think so to a degree. Like you can't just go in there dropping the N-word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you can still be cool. I play rap music in my office. Like, you wild. Likewise. Wow. I play rap music in my office. Like, is it the edited version? Is it loud? Or is it it's, on your I mean, it's it's loud enough. Our office is close enough to the next person where they can hear uh-huh. the music. Now, I, I, I'm conscious about what I'm playing. I'm not going to play, 
you know, the most explicit. I'm whatever. a hoe. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm a hoe. I'm not going to play that, but you you going to hear some comedy. Yeah. All right? You're going to hear something oh, that's similar. like smooth rap. <laughs> no. But they've never been exposed to that, though. Okay. Right? So if anything is in the office that they hear, it, it may on, be V98.7. Expose them to something else. I'm putting All on right. dead press. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna build the most most black power. I'm the blackity blackity <laughs> shit ever. I told so Jay got, before y'all came here. I've been listening to Ice Cube all day. That's what we gonna play on this Friday. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at it. But I do think we owe everybody to be ourselves. Like I was one of the first black dudes at my office yeah. where I'm at, and now in the position that I work in, now it's two other black dudes that do the same, you know, the same job role, the same job title. So before that, man, that office has been there. I don't know, 50 or 60 years, and it was none of us serving in that particular capacity. So if you don't walk in there and be professional and do what you do and also show them how you are, have drinks with them and do whatever you're going to do with them, they, I mean, they, they don't know. Where I work now, um, when, I got, when I came in four years ago, um, there was only one other black male in leadership. I was the second, you know what I mean? And, like, he has a definitely a... Um, a unique personality, not even like on a bad way, very bubbly, very like everybody knows him. Like he's on like uh company videos, like out front. And like, that's extremely cool. And he, he, we talked, you know what I'm saying? Before he told me like, look, we the only two in here. Now granted now there's a lot of us, there's a lot, but I'm like, I'm going to be myself. Uh I went to all my interviews with a bow tie. Matter of fact, because mm-hmm. I wanted you to be okay with seeing Red a fish, black man in a bow tie. <laughs> Every interview, uh, my first, second, third, with the CEO to everything. I'm like, this is it. Like, y'all going to catch me like this. Got hired the whole nine yards. And I wanted to be like, listen, black people are not monolithic. We are yeah. different. So that is one one black man style. This is the other black man style. And then, like, he's a snazzy dresser. You know what I'm saying? Always sharp. So somebody, somebody, po- somebody like pointed out like, well, Jason is so always so well dressed or some shit. Uh, and like the other person clearly was. I'm thinking like, so, so that's, that's the thing now. You know what I'm saying? So I started dressing down, not down. Cause we still got like a, a, dress, a code. dress code, but yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't know. I don't want that. You know what I mean? And like, it's just weird dog, that, that we gotta, we gotta act in certain spaces and, as long as we acquiesce to that, it's never going to change. Yeah. Like, we talked about, like, the whole naming thing. People like, I'm going to name my kid a you certain that, way. You see that young man, uh, his high school won't let him mar- walk oh, that's fucked because up. He, oh, won't, he, he won't won't cut his locks. Like, come on, man. Like, like, it's got to be a lawsuit. And they hey. just changed that recently, for like real, two or real. three months ago. Yeah. Like, I've been, I've been here for four years. Because well, it's breaking the student code of conduct. Well, guess what? My son won't be walking. Right. Like, he, my son won't walk. Shout out to Kena. She posted the administrator, like that whole whoever came up with that dress code. She posted email addresses, numbers, all of that shit. I hope they bombard them. Let that young man walk. Them them locks ain't stopping nothing from him from him graduating and being being Is a student. Is it like a fluent school? Because I ain't look all the way into it. I just nah. saw the title and I was like, man, I ain't about to watch this. No, it's not. It's, it's just know. it's just school. Okay. Like what what is that saying to somebody though? Because it's literally saying because of your appearance, you are less than like you're not as good as the next. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you got red hair, purple hair, blue hair, because at some point I I get their 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 basis of their thinking is like, well, say you work in banking. Right. 
You can't have tattoos showing. You can't have certain. Because it's a certain perception that y'all fact. also sell. So they're like, well, our customers in this area aren't comfortable with coming in and seeing a teller with red hair. I'm like, I can understand that. But a few mm. years back, the tellers may not have been comfortable seeing somebody black here. Do you not hire somebody because, oh, we're not racist, but our customers are. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to acquiesce to our customers. Mm-hmm. No, fam. I mean, I want to see people places with tattoos everywhere. Right. Not because that's my thing, but like if I, I've been working in my current position, I've been doing my current line of work for almost 20 years now, 17 years. Right. Right. All my knowledge and everything. If tomorrow, if I went and got tattoos on my neck, am I less smart? Am I less effective in my job? If I dye my hair a certain color, like I can do everything that I can I did yesterday. Now, like I shouldn't be able to judge somebody 100% based off their appearance and whether you like it or not. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Some yeah. things never change, man. No, they don't. Hey. Uh, but speaking of racist shit, my man that went to the bank. Uh, that's where we going next. <laughs> trying to cash that check for. Uh, Let's talk about the iron in this situation. Okay. Check. Um, Two checks. So there's a gentleman. Man, ain't God good, though. <laughs> ain't God good just when the devil, just when the devil was alpha, alpha evil, the Lord turned it around. Man, that's a word right there. I don't know what scripture in the Bible it is, but ain't God good. Uh, so there was a, a gentleman who um, had a racial discrimination lawsuit against his place of employment. Uh, they settled out of court confidentially, um, and he went to take his check, his settlement check, um, into a local TCF bank in Livonia, Michigan. <laughs> Livonia, Michigan, one of the most racist and segregated places in the metro Detroit area. It was in the country um, for a while, wasn't it? You said what? It was like like one of the most segregated cities in the country. Absolutely. For a while. Yeah. It was one of the whitest. Yeah. Like, Definitely. It was like three of them, yeah. three of us. <laughs> 97,997 of them. They so, they so white, they don't want Comcast in. <laughs> can't have Comcast on the lawyer. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. It's a couple cities. Wow. Anyway. Uh, but he went to take his check there, and they wouldn't cash it. Not only wouldn't they wouldn't cash it, they called the police on him. And so two police oh, were questioning him inside, and two others were outside. Now, I get it. Where if you think if you doubt the collectability of a of a to item to be negotiated, put on a five business day hold, seven shit, put on a ten business day hold. I was like, no, nah, we not taking this at all, and we calling the police. So their their excuse or their response was, we put it through our system, and when they put it through the system, it said void or something like that. But like the watermarks on a check, like if you scan it in a take a picture of it like it's going to show void because you so people won't make copies of the check that's why you actually have to have it physically in your hand and look at it and examine it that's a security feature and you're a financial institution and i 100 percent know that you know this (laughs) like you know this this is not like well maybe if it was this first day of training (laughs) shit like this orientation shit, and like it, it went to branch management because the teller not calling the police. Nope. He gonna mm. they gonna go get they, they the teller supervisor. Hey Jason, sell, hey Jason, I need you to take a look at this real quick. Yeah, literally, we're gonna go. Mm, I kind of doubt the, the collectability of this. Hey, what you think? Go to the teller supervisor. Tell the supervisor go to the branch manager or assistant, whatever. F- it's a chain go, of command. For them to call the police. Oh, somebody else got a phone call, and nobody thought that was wild. 
So police show up. So the irony of it is while I'm cashing the check for racial discrimination, I get racially discriminated against mm. because he said, like, I think this was because I was black. Moreover, this was a TCF bank. Now, TCF has the naming rights to the old Cobo Hall. Which was? And we got rid of Cobo Hall <laughs> and replaced it with TCF because he was a racist. known racist. It's a lot of irony, man. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> Come on. You can't write this type of stuff. And just when you was about to cash a check, <laughs> the Lord going to give you another one. Another A double portion. Man, fuck my I mean, nigga. I take the money, but fuck that shit, man. Man, that shit's so prevalent in banking, man. Like, just across the board. From auto loans to home loans to walking in, and you might be rich, and they treat you like you ain't nothing because you black. You walk yeah. in like Dom, got the sweat on, got millions of dollars in the bank. They be like, ah, uh, nope. Well, I want y'all best credit card. I want y'all best this. That's, I'm, no, that's what they, that's what they look like. That's what they say. Try to buy a card. But hold on, you pull up that account. When they pull up that account, see them zeros, they start talking to you a little. Call me by, by my last name. Hello, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some coffee now? Uh. Try to buy a car in your street clothes. Like, don't nobody want to come out here and talk to me. Nope. I walked around a lot. I'm like, all right, I see people in there. Somebody going to come out because y'all That's what the fuck they out. do. Yeah. Like, I'm just walking around this lot like, damn, like today, I 100% am buying a car today. As soon as one of y'all come out here. Y'all day made. Y- y- you got a sale. Yep. Oh, nobody wants to come out here? Bet. That shit happened to me at two different dealerships. Mm. And then when the first part, I went to. Who I, I ended up going to George Martin, downtown Detroit. Of course you're going to come out here. You know what I'm saying? It was a black man that hey, came out up? and helped me. What's up? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dog, this is horrible. Like, I just, I want to give you money. I know somebody that works in that industry is very successful. And they were telling me just, you know, terrible stories about, you know, the way that customers are are treated, the way that they're kind of, um, you know, preconceived mm-hmm. before they come even come in. Uh, this Just crazy shit, man. Uh, it's just not acceptable, dog. Lavonia is trash. <laughs> like Lavonia, trash, dog. It's messed up. Uh, cause I live by the Meyer on um the west side. Yeah, and I go to the Meyer in Lavonia. This is the one on the west side. I be struggling. I go to the one <laughs> on uh on Grand River, dog. You do? Yeah, for I sure. Do too. Yeah, I hate that much, dog. I go I, in there. I, I called and complained to the corporate what the hell's up pissed off. I like yo yo. Send me to the next guy, yo. I like yo. Y'all shelves is always empty, man. I come in here, I got to go to another Meyer. They don't care. They ain't give a damn. He's like, care. no, sir. We restock our shelves every night. I'm like, no. Uh, granted, I go in the morning, you uh, know what I'm saying? Like that could fresh be my fruit out too. there. It's you, like around around like 6, you 5, got, 6 o'clock. You got to shop there strategically. Because hmm. like I don't fuck with Walmart. Lower price, lower price is higher chaos. <laughs> but I go strategically. Like... I went to Walmart this week at like 8.30 on a Thursday. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not the fifth. It's not the, you know, the money hitting days. And it was quiet. Well, I like, I don't like a lot of people. Mm. Like, I don't like being congested with a lot of folks. I really, I just, I just don't like that. So I'm either going to go late in the evening or I'm going to go early in the morning. But like, sometimes you got to slide in there like five, six o'clock and that self scan line be back past the produce. Like it be it be it's a lot of and folks in there. You know what I'm saying? Down. Yeah, I, I, I say I went down a list on my man. My man tell me, like, "Nah, you're wrong." I like this must be recorded or something because he's saving <laughs> face right now. They got a script, they, and they ain't gonna veer from that nope. bitch. 
<laughs> I don't care what the fuck you ask them. They got an answer for that shit. Eight miles, you go Levon, you ain't got no issues, dog. Nah, it is fucked up. I hate them big ass box stores. I hate them bitches. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, I love Walmart. I walk in there, just walk with that, and Home you, Depot, you, my favorite two places. You married bro. too? Uh, I'm engaged. Okay, yeah. so you can walk around like Walmart is perfect for <laughs> niggas with families. You know what I'm saying? I don't, go, I don't do that shit. I hate Walmart. I hate no, Walmart. but I'm saying it's safe for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you. Y'all, y'all love your your better halves and shit. Like if you out here date, if you out here in the world, mm. you can't be at Walmart with no woman. You can't. I usually solo dolo though. Yeah, you asking for trouble. You can't be out of Walmart with with your woman and you out like if you out here out here, Walmart ain't safe because somebody gonna you gonna somebody see somebody. Gonna see you. Yeah, you gonna see somebody see in Walmart. Day, huh? You ain't see me. You ain't see <laughs> me. Be? Ain't see me. You got denied. 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 That was the wrong guy. Yeah, you see me. We ain't got shit else to talk about because I don't know what the fuck you talking about. I don't even shop at Walmart. Man, I love Walmart, dog. Like, you go in there, you find a little deal, you be like, oh. Remember, I got, that's where I get them spark lights from. I feel like randomly one night. Walmart stank. (laughs) Shit smell poor. You do see the worst motherfuckers in that bitch, though. They let anybody in. It's it's, it's county jail. Period. (laughs) That's where you go for processing, Walmart. Um, uh, One last thing. This is a little lighter note. Um, <laughs> somebody asked me. This is definitely on a lighter note. Somebody was like, uh, "I guess it came out this week that Comet was dating like um, Tiffany Haddish or something, right?" Okay. And uh, they was like, <laughs> "Tommy, Tommy get a lot of like a lot of top tier tales." So they was like, "Is it time to call Comet an industry whore?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Maybe. Uh, so they gave. They was like Serena, um, Tiffany, Angela Rye. Uh, what's old girl? Um, Erica Badu. Erica Badu. Badu. I forgot about that. And um, Taraji. So I'm like five names. I was like, hold. First off, stop slut shaming. And it's been like thirty <laughs> years. Coming rappers is ninety two. Not his first album dropped like in ninety four. So he been a legitimate celebrity for twenty six years. Thirty I, years. I can only find five to six names. I think you need to get your numbers up. Actually, yeah. for twenty six years, you need to be attacked. Like that's one every five years. Like he need Nia Long. Some more names. I feel like Neil. I feel like I've I've heard him and Neil. Like she should be in the mix for real. Like that seemed like a common. She on the totem pole too. So she from Chicago. That would line up. I don't know. His first album would line up with Friday coming out. What a year or two later? Yeah, ninety four, ninety. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, Neil Long was popping back then. Common was popping too. This was after the uh the ice. I see the bitch in you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Common been out for. First off, some of the niggas who make it, who's commenting on this post, Common been rapping Logan and you was alive because you was born in 95. <laughs> like, so. Say it again. Your opinion on most, and most things in life aren't valid. Say what you, say what you want to. I'm not the hugest Common fan, but I can't deny, like, this nigga stay relevant. Right? Yeah. Common going to stay dropping some shit and somebody going to want to hear it. Yeah. So, look, man, uh, the reason I brought the two homies on uh, a couple weeks ago, and just in general, uh, Remember the, all the shit was a little Boosie and shit, right? I love Boosie, man. <laughs> Boosie is a national treasure. Nah. Him and Beast Mode just got to be protected. He skeeted. I He was looking for the word. And, um, he know, was skeeted. looking for the word. <laughs> that's the best he could do. Did y'all see this picture, dog? A boosie? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, he just flipped. Uh, That's got to be the picture for the episode. Yeah. Boosie is crazy as shit. I enjoy uh, Boosie, dog. I, I really Boosie. do. I think he's pretty funny. But we was on there talking about the fraternity <laughs> shit, right? Because, like, 
I thought like niggas was ODing on that shit. And uh two of my these people, these two of the homies, these like my real friends, you know what I'm saying? And they are both in fraternities. And like I know I got different opinions and shit, but like I didn't want I got strong opinions on a lot of shit. Are y'all from Joy Road? No. I'm from uh, Selma Rain. Oh, okay. I'm from Easter. Uh, Eastside, and I, I rock an Android. What's up? Okay. <laughs> so y'all not y'all not really friends, then. I get it. I get it. This, this, y'all not really I, friends. I, 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 he, he, he responded to my text. That's only, my guy. That's only, my guy. That's only a few. I'll be texting sometimes, like, yo, is he gonna text me back? No, he text me back. We from the Eastside and Green hey, Bubbles. Man. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, man, man, you barely slipped through the crack. Um. Damn, I lost my train of thought, dog. But oh, so so you know, just because I think something that clearly they don't mean it true, you know what I'm saying? And I don't like to have a one sided discussion and shit. So I wanted to bring y'all on because y'all have more knowledge about the about everything than I do. I'm mm-hmm. kind of ignorant of the situation, basis basically of what I didn't found out from the internet and just talking and shit. So uh, I wanted to have two brothers to be like to give some insight mm-hmm. from what I think most of the world probably don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The whole about the uh, the fraternity lifestyle, the whole why it exists, what y'all stand for, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards, and why some would be so offended um, of somebody wearing your letters or your colors and, and the whole nine yards. Well, uh, I guess I'd say I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, uh, founded uh, 1906 at Cornell University. I crossed 2004 at Michigan State University, so it makes me an old, old head. So don't talk about me in the mentions, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, founded in uh, 1914, Howard University in Washington, D.C. Came, became a Sigma at uh, Michigan State, Delta Kappa Chapter, Death Capital, um, in 2005. So Death Capital? Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the nickname. Uh, we oh, okay. we, we, we the execution yeah. chapter, too, so. That's the nickname. Throwing up your sets. Death, execution. And you know what? And I have to throw a disclaimer out there because, uh, you know, our national headquarters probably don't want us calling it us yeah. that anymore because uh, things have changed. Yeah. Right. Uh, in the way that we are brought into the fraternities, to the organizations, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. A lot of that is not the same as it was even when Dominic and I crossed. And it's definitely the same. He's back. government, dog. Hey, my, my fault, dog. God damn, <laughs> my bad, Dom. <laughs> Edit that out, Jay. You, you got to take you're that good, one out, bro. That's what you mean. But that might, uh, depending on when you came in and uh, became a member of whatever organization you are a part of, that may have a little bearing on why you're so protective of other people wearing your uh, your letters. Yeah. You know, uh, we do go through different things to, to earn those letters, um, right or wrong, right? But that may have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then also you gotta realize, Autumn um, Cash probably talking trash is like twenty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, and they probably really don't know nothing about Boosie. Nope. And they know he ain't gonna come find you. So. And they probably didn't go through. <laughs> now look. I, so listen. <laughs> That'd be an interesting caveat to the story that right? Boosie <laughs> come well, find you. Well, I'm gonna tell you this though, like, cause I sometimes I tap. That in. like a bad children's tale. Sometimes I tap. Boosie in, gonna find you. <laughs> sometimes I tap into Boosie live, and sometimes mm-hmm. it be niggas in there talking shit. Mm-hmm. And I was, and somebody name was like a city. He was like, um, "Hey, jot this name down. Don't we know somebody in uh, such and Oof. such? Go for, and like he he came off the mic and said it, but he was like, you heard him. He's like, don't we know somebody? Like, what, we'll, we'll send somebody. For, I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you, <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to. Like, it's easy to find somebody on the internet. Like, Absolutely. Like, like, you know, people be thinking they anonymous. Like, nigga, I fuck. 
Nah. <laughs> a yeah. quick Google search. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you a registered voter in your yeah, city? Right. Yeah, <laughs> and I know quick. your name? And then your, 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 your uh, names is probably the same against all your social media. <laughs> Absolutely. Correlate that back to Facebook and it got you. It's real easy to get got. Um, so when y'all first seen the Boosie shit, what y'all think? I thought it was funny, man. Like, uh, I thought it was hilarious. Like, I, mean, I, I, I guess it's because I'm a little older, too. Yeah. And uh, so it really didn't offend me. I'm like, man, he don't know no better. He, only time he been on a college campus, probably two times, was to smash some chicks and perform, to perform, perform yeah. Yeah. check. You know what I'm saying? He probably his, saw him. He was like, oh, that shit's sweet. He saw it in the store, like, well, oh, let me get that. That's his, his brother. Yeah, one. I was saying, oh, his brother was captain, one. Right. His brother's a captain. Oh, I, I wasn't offended at all. I felt like he came from a genuine place. Almost like paying homage, yeah. You know, to 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 that way of life, if you will. I don't think he meant no disrespect by it. Now, if he kept doing it after somebody corrected him, that's a that's a different story. But originally, it wasn't no malice, no no uh, no malice in his 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 act. So, can can you also say like he may have come from a place of ignorance? Yeah, yeah. for real, yeah. Like like, and that not a knock. Like he just genuinely. Like know. if if you're not in the loop, if you're not of that world, you ain't never spent time on a HBCU I, or like you said, college campus for the purposes other than picking up a check or picking up a chick. Shoot, should have just fly over your I head. I didn't know what a fraternity was until I got to the state. Like my cousin at Alpha, he came home when I was in high school. I'm like, what the hell is these? That that that's a mist. Your le- your letters messed up. That's not a P. <laughs> it's like a two P's back to back is a mirror. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you, you can't. What made you so? Oh, okay. So what what happened to me? How I joined? I got tricked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, uh, I actually said like I ain't joining no frat when I get to college. Like this junk is lame. I ain't paying for no friends. And I it's actually Cortez's fault because he uh, went to like a um, uh, what's it called? A Greek symposium. Like yeah. without a Greece, you go to ask questions or whatever. It's like no 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 such thing as a bad question. You can ask whatever. And uh, I went just to go because I knew the females was gonna be there. So I'm gonna go there, kick it with my boys and. Chill, and then when we when they got done, Tez walked over to the Sigma table. I was like, all right, no, this is about. So I kind of stayed back, and one of the homies, uh, Keith, he's alpha, he's older than me, and I had met him that summer before because I had like a summer program. Yeah, and I was just started chit chatting with him, and uh, he was just cool. He treated me like a regular dude. And I was like, all right, these dudes is cool. I made a couple of more cats, and then I kind of got sucked in, like pause. But my um, gotta make sure you pause on this shit. <laughs> I had I had a joke one day. Uh, I was gonna start like every week y'all do do a podcast. I, I was gonna tweet out like he forgot to pause and then <laughs> type in where y'all forgot to pause it. Weezy is saying that Weezy is him text like nigga, you should you ain't you should have said pause. Like someone people don't do that. Oh, all okay, the time. okay. I'll make sure I'll make <laughs> sure I, my pause is on point. But uh so um and then I like I started talking to my cousin. He's uh somebody like, I look up to. He was a he was an accountant. Now he owns like his own business down in Atlanta. And uh, I mean, I was, and I started finding out about the prominent members like MLK, Third Thurgood mm-hmm. Marshall, uh, you know, what I'm saying like the Hill Harpers, and she, I found out Benny Boom was out, but spanked from a red cup, uh, what they call themselves, the Plastic Cup Boys. Yeah, all the, like, you start finding out all these individuals that you you don't know, you really admire, but you do admire. And if it's MLK, we all know we admire. Right. Most of us admire MLK. Uh, you start finding out the history, and like, oh man, all, all these cats. That's been leaders in our community, are part of these organizations. You don't even know it. Yeah, you know I'm saying because like most of us ain't really boastful. Like I ain't got on no alpha stuff. On you ain't got on no sigma stuff. And like man, all right, just sounds sound like something pretty cool. But I I was uh, I I stepped back. I was taught growing up like not to join the frat because it was evil, like devil worshippers, all that stuff. I I went to one of them kind of churches growing. Up. Actually, I went to a mega church, but yeah. 
uh, I ain't gonna say the name, but so I kind of grew up like that, and that kind of followed me into college until I, I, that whole um, aura got dispelled. Yeah. So that's how I ended up doing. For me, it was a little bit different. The part of the story that Dom don't know about that symposium, it was just pure curiosity. Just trying to see what these guys was about. Now, he seen me go to the Sigma table. I might have told him the story before, but I met one of his bros before going to the Sigma table. And that nigga, he was a, that nigga was a jerk. I'm like, you know what? These niggas ain't for me because I can't fuck with him. So yeah. he fucked the whole shit up just off that one dude. But anyway, it was pure uh, curiosity at that point. And then once I did get to learn more about not just my organization, but the the entire council on all eight of the nine of the organizations, if you will, um, the power to help people. Like, that's our true uh, meaning, right? That's the true or origination of our organizations to help our communities, to help our people, to help the students on the campus. So to figure out how powerful and how much um, clout, uh, if you will, that these these organizations held in on the campuses yeah. and then uh, ultimately in our communities as we graduate and matriculate into adult life, that's kind of what, you know, brought me to wanting to actually pledge and, and become a part of the uh, the organizations. And like to Don's point, you know, not necessarily, you know, prominent figures in our community, which are mostly Greek, if, if you will. But just the, the fact that they, we're donating to different organizations, we are we are a huge part of the black power movement. If you if you go back to uh, mm-hmm. to, to that particular generation. So that's actually what brought me to it. Like, yo, if we if I can put my voice in sync with this organization, the platform to help how much more powerful that becomes. So that that's what really brought me into it. And then the, the Sigmas, um, I, you know, I just kind of bow with them guys. They were school guys, uh, t- similar to what Dom said as far as when I did meet the Sigmas, same way he met the Alphas. They was cool. They was they was very respectful. They was like, yo, we got to, we got to do this. You want to come party? You want to do this? Your grades are straight. You know, are you having any problems with class? Yes, yes or no. And then helping me with, along with those type of issues. When you get to a, a school like Michigan State, man, it's 40, 50,000 people. And you, all you know when you get there is you smart because your GPA say from high school say you you smart. Right, right. But you really ain't that smart. <laughs> right. Like you ain't you ain't got it together like that. You don't even know how to study. Right. So when them guys tell you, like, yo, go over here if you got an issue with your with your financial aid. Go over here if you can't pass a math class. Go over here if you got problems with chemistry, so on and so forth. So that type of thing kind of helped along as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember, I don't know, this was a while ago, but I started looking into, into this stuff. And I was looked at, like, it was like 98% of black lawyers were, insert this particular fraternity here. Uh, such and such of doctors and law, I mean, doctors were insert this uh, sorority or fraternity. You know, I'm like, well, damn, like it almost feel like in order to do this, like you need to be a member of this to be a lawyer in this in in the system. Like, dude, how is 98 percent of all the black whatever this profession is? Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Can I chime in on that real quick? Please. So at Michigan State, when me and Dom got there. I think the black male graduation rate was something like 31 or 32%. Mm-hmm. For six years. For six years. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. It's, it is yeah, horrible. It's, it's fucking it's terrible. terrible. And it's, 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 it, yeah, it's not too terrible. It's not too far from that. What's wow. the white graduation rate? Maybe double. Okay. You know, it might be uh, 60 they come, they come, or they come, so. They come in, though, like, strapped with classes. Like, they already got college credits yeah. like, walking up in there. Or they test out of classes. We, we in remedial math. But walk up in there, you know? My point in bringing it up, though, is it, 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 it starts from there. Because our graduation rates are a lot higher, um, 
for one reason or another, a lot of most of I think my time there from 2002 to 2007, I think only two of our brothers didn't graduate from Michigan State. So we graduated at a lot higher rate um, for a variety of reasons. And then it it's all about networking. Like the job I got now, one of my fraternity brothers hit me up and said, hey, man, I think you need to have lunch with my boss. I actually got hired by, I got sought out by a Delta, and the president of my company is a Kappa. So. Uh, that's interesting, man. Cause that's a different type of network. I forgot how I, how I went down this rabbit hole. It was on some MLK stuff, to be perfectly honest. It was around MLK. Uh, like I shared on Twitter, this MLK video I watch every year um, about who really assassinated MLK and all the under. I think you posted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I seen it. Uh, that was a little snippet of it, but like it's like an hour long, then I found out like who Steve Coakley was or whatever. Then he started talking about uh, Black Boule and different mm -hmm. um, fraternities and everything and who all these important people was a part. And it's not like it's not, it's not like a, a, a bad thing per se. It's just one of the things like, wow. And like I went to some website and it just literally showed like all the black lawyers. I'm like, damn, it seemed like, so I was thinking like, well, I think that's just dope for black people in general. Mm -hmm. Like I want to, I me, like I want to help. If you come into my school, we go to this school and you need help with financial aid or we bring you in. Like I would, I will, I will want that to be just period. You black. Let me come get you some help. Mm -hmm. I got the information. Let me come get you help. Is that something that y'all, that they do? Or is it like, it's, it's we look out like, uh, cause like Michigan State is a predominantly white institution. So yeah. PWI, so whenever we see other black students come on, like we try to latch on real quick, yep. and uh, like we not we weren't only just in our fraternities, like we were in other student organizations. Yeah, and our whole point was just we were a resource. Mm -hmm. and we, we want everybody to see. Like I almost got lost in that stuff for a while. I thought I was at Michigan State to save all the black, black people. people. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so I was doing just too much. Yeah, trying to make sure everybody else graduated. Dude, my worst, and I wasn't. My worst GPA was my first year as a Sigma. Helping everybody else. Yeah. I think I had like a one. I didn't even want to say it. I didn't want to say how many. Well, we said one. So <laughs> yeah, but that's, like, I, like I had to get my life together. Like yeah. I can't help everybody because I'm about to fail out myself. Mm -hmm. And that's also part of the good thing about being a fraternity because you're looking at all your frat. You don't want to. You don't want to let them down. Yeah. But by not by not graduating, so you're like, all right, let me get myself together and get up out of here so I can be another resource for the brothers that's going to graduate or their sisters or anybody that's graduating is black. And like, cause I, I I went to homecoming. I was too bad this kid didn't hit me back up, but I, this kid was, uh, I think he had a scholarship or something, some type of phone, black, uh, what's it called? Black, um, oh, black, yeah, black, black Alumni Association. Alumni Association. I, I mumbled that like a mug. But, uh, and I seen the kid, he was in the same major and the same industry I was in. So I'm like, hey, man, send me your resume. I can get you an internship. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And he, he's not in a fraternity or anything like that. I'm just trying to look out for the kid because mm -hmm. he's black. And I know if I, I, I help him out, it's, it's part of being like, what's uh, WB Du Bois talk about? Uh, the talent and temp, you know what I'm saying? Reaching right. back. So that's what I was trying to do. So I set him up for uh, a success. So when he graduates, he can he can reach back and grab another kid. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the values that we are taught inside our fraternities. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're not here just to party. Nope. And you know what I'm saying? Drink. You know what I'm saying? That's part of it. <laughs> but you also here, you know what I'm saying? To have fun. Yeah. I mean, I have fun. I said, I, I still think my fun may be a resource. <laughs> so exactly. I was thinking about all the wild times we had, but. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much what we what we we're at these PWIs to do. So I don't know how it is on the HBCU campus. I mean, I can imagine it's probably similar, but it's a whole different uh di di uh like ball game. You know, what I'm saying yeah, it's, it's a different black, animal, yeah, man. Because different. we, you know, I, I struggle with 
you know, different subjects at, at school. But when I got in, when I showed my interest to be Greek, there were engineer majors, there was chemistry majors, uh, already a part of the, uh, part of the Sigma. So if I had an issue with a particular subject, they can teach us. And yeah. we had study tables, you know, two times a week. I hated it. I hated it because I was, I was about to graduate. Like, I don't need to go to study table. I got two classes left. They both economics classes and they easy to me. Like, I'm, I'm just here kind of just floating, waiting to get my degree. We had to be at the study tables on Tuesdays and Thursdays to offer the service for the students who, you know, maybe they, they wasn't getting what they needed from the math learning center or the English department. They, they couldn't get through to, you know, those different resources. So we always held those different things to get the rest of the campus, um, you know, through, whether they knew it or not. And then on top of that, I, I was always, you can't really tell now because that ain't really my, I'm at my space in life, but revolutionary, there was a lot of racist shit at Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, still so is. It still, still is. is. Still right? Is. So you, if, if, at Michigan State, you had niggas from down here that got in a state, mostly from Cass King and Renaissance. Packs. And then mostly you had the rest of the white Fired state. Up. Right? So you had all the white Michigan and then three high schools and then sporadic black people from Southfield and wherever else we're yeah. from. They went to Michigan State. So it was a whole, you know, different ball game. But we had we had the opportunity to help protect, you know what I'm saying, our 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 people from the rest of the university, if we will be only because they knew them them organizations had to have a seat at the table. Not because we was nineteen or twenty year old students, but if, if I send a letter to my 35-year-old old head, and he sent it to his 60-year-old old head, and then ended up in D.C., now Michigan State got a little bit of a different yeah. issue on their hands. Um, you know, so things like that happen, not not a lot, but enough. Yeah, you got a little bit of clout. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And to pull some strings because of people who are matriculated through society who now have higher positions, like, you got to listen. So why... What does Greek got to do with anything? Hmm. Like how is it, how do, how did the whole Greek fraternity and black people and Greek how did that mesh? Well, uh, hmm. I want to start with this. You gonna take this one? Or? <laughs> you gonna give me the hard one? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll say uh, like, this is so, so, a question. So I'm my bad. I'll say it because this is the question I have that uh, I always I I typically references to like HBCUs I'm like how do you go to a historically black college and pledge a Greek fraternity mm-hmm. when it's like well shit is it an African fraternity like what what mm-hmm. what what about the Greek what? is that connect and could be some shit I just don't know yeah it, it's, it is some secrets behind there yeah. there's some uh, secret meanings but all our stuff like the Greeks all the history from Africa you know what I'm saying yeah so it reached back to that and so we all have our own connections to Africa even though you have these Greek letters, yeah, it's, it's, it's really African letters. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of how you got the Greek letters. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, also like like uh, we were, I think us and the Capitals were the only ones that were founded at white institutions. I believe you are. I don't know what the smalls are, but no, nah, they was HBCUs too. You don't know but, what the who's are? Start a fight on me. Let me go there. Like, let me tell you that. That's, that sounded like a shot. It, it was, was a definitely shot. a shot. It's definitely a shot, but an unintentional one. Yeah, it's yeah, like they, uh, just, they just. <laughs> it's like I didn't mean to. He's so him. used to the disrespect, <laughs> it just rolled off his tongue. But uh, like our founders were, like, they started off. It was it was a really small group of individuals, of black men, of black people. It was only black men back then in 1906 yeah. at Cornell. So they had to stick together. 
So they started off like as a, a study group and then like a literary society. And a couple of them got jobs at the frat houses. It's crazy that they were students working at the frat house, the white frat houses, and you couldn't join. Yep. So like, all right, you can't join. So we'll start our own. And I'm like, you're going to tell us what we can't do. We're going to start something that's going to last forever. I mean, it lasted not as long as white ones because they, oh, they, they've been in college. Yeah. They've been allowed to They've been 20 years now, yeah, right? But, closer, getting close to it. Yeah, yeah. But so that's how kind of they started doing their research and they figured out a way to connect it back to Africa. You know what I'm saying? And once you start studying the history, it's like I was deep into the stuff. I was like a professional Greek for a little while because I was studying, like, that's the only thing I would read was books on Greek and uh, fraternities and the Divine Nine. And they just figured out a way, like, all right, we're going to steal these letters, but it's not going to mean what you think it means. You know what right. I'm saying? I get you. So, are there black people in white fraternities and are, are there white people in black fraternities? And I say black and white because. Y'all know what I mean when I say yeah, black yeah. and white. They're definitely integrated. 100%. Uh, like, I, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of get confused when I meet somebody that's, that's black and they're in a white fraternity, but everybody's not from an area that we're, we're from. They might they might be more comfortable yeah. with them. They might be more accepting. They might not have met another another black person that, that's in a fraternity yet, you know, a black fraternity yet. So. All the fraternities that I'm familiar with, they they black fraternities, and I've never seen a white person. And not that I want to, mm-hmm. or that I that I have a, a preference either. Where I just never seen them. It's rough for them. I ain't gonna lie. It is, and we got, we got a white boy that just crossed. Um, I think he may be three years in the fray. He you know much younger than, than us, and uh, real good dude. He came out, showed his support to the fraternity, showed his worth as far as being able to donate to the community or contribute to the community. Uh, family came from a really good family. So, but you gotta. It ain't easy, man. Like Dom said, like we not just like looking at you like, oh, we gonna let you just waltz in here and be a part. Y'all giving that white boy hell. Now you tell, yeah, you got yeah, 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 well, exactly. Like, like you got, you got all the choices. Yeah, I remember one of the first uh, things that me and Dominic kind of interacted or experienced in Michigan State. <laughs> I forgot what house was at. Man, we walk into the fraternity house. We freshmen walking from the dorms to fraternity, whatever, and we walk in that mug and the and the place just stopped. Like we clearly wasn't welcome. Yeah, we clearly wasn't welcome. So when you have those type of spaces for white boys, it is at a school like that. It is kind of like, bro, you got fifty choices with cribs, and you decided to come here. You can't even get no house, man. <laughs> yeah, we in we in our our apartment. <laughs> we in an apartment. Like, okay, so why why are you here? So we we it's not like we don't want them to be a part of our organizations. You just got to vet them. Yeah, we got to yeah, be yeah. sure. Like for sure. What's that? An undercover brother? When, uh, <laughs> yeah, you you just got to make sure you you here for the right reasons. Right, right. Man, you ain't here for stepping and the chance and all that stuff and the colors. You know what's so funny is the like, stepping mandatory. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, bro. go ahead. Actually, the stepping like mandatory. Nah, you got some people nah. that can't step. Okay, in. I can't like, step. They like, put yo, me in the whole show. You go no, the uh, you, you stay on the back of the stage and make sure the music start on time. Okay, yeah. people like that. I don't know um, the whole thing like. I respect, I respect some of the fraternities. So not, I won't say some, and because I know people who are part of, and I see uh, some of the stuff. But like, it seemed like I should be more. Like I feel like I should be more on board than I am. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know why I'm not. Because you said you said uh, like week or two ago, you don't you don't you don't, you ain't a follower. You don't join stuff like that. Yeah, you know? but it it's ain't like, for everybody, you know. But like it's because like I'd be like, listen, man. These white folks got their own shit that they got, and they got different ways to get people positions and power. Like, we need our own type of shit. And essentially, 
that's what it is. Mm. But like, I don't know why I don't like. I think a, I think some of that is to uh, it's probably our fault. You know what I'm saying? We don't publicize some of the things that we do uh, to the general. We have our own credit union. Mm. Is there? There's a Phi Beta Sigma credit union that I can put my money in. It can grow, and so on and so forth. We don't tell many people about that. We probably don't even allow many people to join that credit union. That's probably a a, uh, a a something that we should probably rethink or potentially rethink. You know what I'm saying? Because it clearly it's probably black owned, man. Right? It's black owned, <laughs> right? So it, I, I think with stuff like that, when the, when the general public doesn't know the type of work that we do, it's easy to 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 say, well, we only about this. We only about hating on Boosie when he throwing some stuff that he probably shouldn't have on. We only about stepping and partying and getting drunk and fucking hoes. Like, that's what most people think about us, especially when we on a on a college campus. But if we did publicize some of the better things that we do, whether it's March of Dimes, um, HIV and AIDS, donation and research, sickle cell anemia research and donation, all these different things that we involved in, we just don't tell people that we are part of. So if you don't pick up an Essence magazine or a Black Enterprise magazine or Cortez don't tell you, you're probably not going to know. Right. So that's probably a little bit of our fault. Mm, interesting. Okay. I never know that. So um, I don't know if y'all saw that one movie that was on Netflix mm. about the, the crossing and mm. all the shit they're going through. Like I'd be indifferent. I'd be on the, I'd be on both sides of the fence when it comes to like the hazing and shit. Right. Because mm-hmm. some of the shit like I'm cool with it to or get to the point where it's like. I'm going to fuck you up if you touch me again. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So listen, I, I I see this meme out here a lot, right? From women. And it's not like an attack on them, by the way. But it's like, why do I got to stick with a man through all the ups and downs and shit? Why I got to get cheated on everything for me to finally get my marriage or whatever? I don't want to go through the trauma that's toxic before I'm able to get to this happy place. We should just start off happy all together. And I thought about that and that shit sounded really good. And I was like, yeah, you shouldn't be that. But then I started thinking about how everything is set up. You got to go through trauma. Like, that's it. Like, to, in order to get to your to, to fraternity, you got to go through a process. Some won't get through, but you go through a process, you go through some bit of trauma. It's the same way where if you about to go through, it's a process of I'm breaking you down to build you back up, Right. Whatever you get built up back into is whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with going through basic training. Mm-hmm. Like they're extremely mean. They they break you and then they let you in. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with any type of group shit from baptism. Like we got to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You come through as your weakest. We put you in the water. We bring you up as a new person and shit. Like so there I, I get it. And it's like. If you're a police officer, you went through a bunch of shit with your folks. Right. And y'all went through this trauma together. And now, like, oh, we connected because we went through something together. You know what I'm saying? So I understand why people feel so connected. But it's like, sometimes I'll be like, I don't want to get broke down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I think that's not with fraternities. But, like, trauma-based mind, trauma-based mind control is a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they break you down. They put trauma on you. And then I can mold you into anything I want you to mold you into. You can get molded into something fucking great or you can get molded into something fucking evil. You know what I'm saying? But like, I be having a love-hate relationship because like, 
in my circle, you just can't come in my circle mm. just cause. Like I don't know you like that. I gotta I gotta see what you about a little right. bit. So there's gonna be a bit of trauma. So like I always be like on the fence, back and forth. I understand what you're saying. It's like it's like it's like a thin line. So there's hazing and then there's a uh, process. You know. Yeah. I like. First, I'm gonna say that Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Corporate is a non-hazing organization. Throw <laughs> <laughs> that out there. <laughs> put, a, put that good disclaimer. <laughs> but you know, like like you said, it's like a rites of passage mm-hmm. uh, ceremony. Like you go back to Africa. We went, they still do this in Africa. Yeah. Like you, you disappear for a while, and you come back a man. You know, and it's it's pretty much on that same level. But sometimes people people get a uh, a little carried away. Yeah. Like I had a brother who um, somebody asked him like, "What's what is it like being fraternity?" He he's like, "It's like being in a house with, with a bunch of your brothers and no supervision." So you, you, can you imagine being in a house with your brother and no supervision growing up? Something's bound to be broken, you know, at some point. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's where I, I don't grow, even though my hair is bald, but I don't grow hair because my, my brother set me on fire. Oh. <laughs> so that yeah, little monkey, oh, uh, I, I got set on fire when I was a what? kid. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> no you play you play it. <laughs> right. Play that house. What's your yeah. address? That's how you play that house. 8664 Plainview. There you go. Whooping house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, you so. Set your head on fire? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's, that he is. was he was mad. Dwayne nice is such that. a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the he's John, the enforcer. The he's John, always been that. We all enforcers. You know what I'm saying? Shit, the Johnson boys are. You know, so pretty. So pretty much that's when somebody crosses the line. Yeah, it happens, but it doesn't happen when you have someone older in the room. Normally, you know what yeah. saying? that's that's when there's usually a prop. I, did I say that a lot? I said it out loud. I did. I said it on, on recording. You got to bleep that out. What? I might go to jail. No, I'm messing with you. Oh. But uh, somebody's in a, <laughs> but when somebody older is around, usually things mm. are more uh, controlled. I got it. So I've always, I've always battled with this. I feel like when they told us how to run our organization from a legal standpoint, I think that's the inflection point of when things start to kind of go awry. I, I'm going to tell you, I haven't seen anybody become a Sigma in how was my daughter? Eight? So eight years. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you when you take the old person out the room who have um some concept of stupidity. Yeah. Right? Then you got these young guys who just doing whatever. But I feel like in, in my case and a lot of people who probably feel very similar to me in my age, in my age group, I can't be in that basement or wherever we at. Allegedly. Allegedly, right? Um, a part of their process because it's too much at risk. So when when things became illegal and now you can do this, that, and third, I, I feel like, and this may be wrong, it may be me, me thinking this way and overthinking it, but I feel like when they by making it illegal, they took a lot of the knowledge out of the room because I'm not going to be down there supervising nothing because if your son, I know you got a young son in high school, if your son say, Cortez was downstairs too, mm. Everything is over for my family. Yeah. Everything. So now you got 18, 19, 20-year-old doing right or wrong, right? There's no supervision down there saying, oh, yo, you stupid. You got to go. You out of here. I'm going to wrap up for the rest of the night. Make sure these young men get home and their families all right. Yeah, and then, like, back in the day, like, they were out in public, and you could see when somebody was hurt or something like yeah. that. Like, you'd be like, yo, what y'all doing over there, man? My man on crutches. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I want to put like on school days, like how they was lining up and everything out in public. Everybody could see them back in the day. Like now, it's like you just disappear. You come back. You got letters and you do like a probate or whatever. And like, don't nobody know what happened. You just disappear for a while. But hmm. and that's where. I think maybe that's what it is, man. I think I'm maybe I'll be having an issue with the secrecy. I was gonna say it must be the secrecy, yeah. Like, not you don't. Know. And I'm a very private person, so <laughs> I shouldn't be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, it be I think it's the secrecy. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because outside of this, all the other secret um, societies, for for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. always got some nefarious shit going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and whatever you just when you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And like, well, the only way to, to find out is to be one. Yeah, it's, it's and like, if you know, if you're not in a, and some people just can't never be one. You ain't go to college, you can't be one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's other things I don't want to speak on. The other yeah. things I'm like, I don't want to down on me. You know, what I mean, there's definitely because like I do see that I see a connection. I'm not saying that y'all are the same, but I do see a connection through Masonic cause, Order of the Eastern Star. Um, the fraternity and all that like i do see a similar i see some similar shit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i know they they're not connected but they connect some of the principles yeah uh a, a lot of our bros are masons i know yeah i, totally. I didn't i didn't do it because i was like i told my uncle my uncle's pretty high up like a 33rd or something like that and i was like man i can't i can't take another ass with him bro nope he's like <laughs> he was like he's not gonna last that long i'm like just can't do it fam like <laughs> don't want i'm good yeah, some shit, I don't know. Some shit I just can't. I don't know. I got. I don't know. Maybe it's my a problem with a, a authority, or I, I just, don't. I don't know. I like certain aspects of it, but like I, I had a lot of friends that went off to school and pledged. Then my grandfather was like an alpha. Mm-hmm. Like I saw certain things that like stuck out to me. You know, I remember my guy brother came home and he had like the Kappa brand. Like I thought shit like that was cool, but like. I don't want to go through shit in order to get it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's like like high school football. Like everybody can't be on a team. Baby. Yeah, yeah, everybody can't get in the locker room. You know what I'm this saying? Get in the cage. You, you gotta fight your way in that boy. Yeah. <laughs> Should I remember changing my? Because I ran track at cash too, right? Uh, and like I remember, uh, like if you got like two C's, would you bring the paddle out? Right. Get like I wood. remember the state champ. Is what that bitch was called. Nigga, I remember forging my my uh <laughs> my report card, nigga. I like I lost the original, but I got a I got a copy that I sent to my church. And um I forged a copy. I mean I forged it, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I was like, I don't got the original, but this is the one I had to turn to my church and like I, I skated. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you not about to move no fucking paddle. I got paddled at the crib. Like my dad made an actual like no I'm not getting like you a stranger I'm only taking an ass whooping yeah. from my father yeah. or my brother or somebody in my family like I'm not taking no and you don't got I just that, I'm not giving nobody that power over me you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like the we champ would get paraded out on on report card oh, days I got uh, I mean, you had to get the, the weekly tech. uh the weekly uh what you we call them things you get the, you the shit, progress shit. reports yeah the progress reports I got the wood because my progress report once I yeah I wasn't getting the wood I'm like fuck all that shit nigga I was like 110 pounds or some shit <laughs> no fuck I think that I might have been like 120 I still was pissed he 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 never do it again but I was I was hot like yo this some bullshit I got a C fam. Miss Dasku, the shout out to her. Look, but my nigga, all love. I bring in is C's. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I'm gonna give you during the season. Yeah, nigga stayed in the cut. <laughs> That's the best I'm gonna do. And in the off season, is D's. Oh. If a D is past that bitch, I get, I take it. <laughs> throw some, throw some extras on that. Throw bitch. some D's on that bitch. Hey, that's how you know Dame must have been a good uh, player, baby. Man, high school. Season D's. 
Hey man, Daniel high school Gray. high school was a was a was a, a, a foggy time for a young nigga. Hey man, and like you know, I've calmed down since then. And you know what? So the, the funny thing about Cass and shit, right? Because I only went there two years and I went to Cody. Like you know, Cass got a different grading scale though. Mm, that's mm-hmm. what we tried. So like people, yo ninety yo ninety percent that would normally get you an A in Cody is like gonna get B. you a B or whatever you get a C. Like so right. the C's that you getting. At Cass, it's really like B minus, B plus, somewhere else and shit. So like, but y'all get the extra points for y'all about to apply to school though. Yeah, yeah. I had somebody tell me <laughs> I only got into Michigan because of affirmative action. I said, no, I went to Cass, fam. <laughs> a ninety three was an A, dog. I saw him write the points. Like, fam, like Get my though, credit. I went from Cass. I, I didn't go there though. When I went to Cody, my shit jumped to three point nine. Dang, <laughs> like, which was like, <laughs> what was it at Cass? <laughs> Uh, 2.24 2.24 My shit went to a 3.8 The first one And I ended up With like a 3.9 You know what I'm saying Like <laughs> Nigga look like a scholar <laughs> Like nigga Cause all the Quote unquote bad grades I got really wasn't that bad yeah, no, <laughs> You know what I'm saying It was just that the, yeah. the scale is different which They is started cool. brainwashing us Yeah right. So I mean, And he was walking cool. them stairs Yeah oh. In a high building Yeah With My nigga My first class was football On the 7th floor then I had to go down to the locker room in the basement and change. And my next class is on the sixth floor. Every day. Like, that shit is f- pure fucking murder. Kids don't even understand that. Like, they no. got it good. Look, I took my son to the new cast, like, for, for him to, like, see it and shit. Mm-hmm. And we just had to walk, like, two, three floors. I'm like, my nigga, I'm going to have to wait for the elevator. I, I just had an elevator pass, though. I had an elevator pass in the uh, 10th grade. Ah. I fucked my knees up and shit. Ah. Uh, I ended up taking swim class instead of gym twice. That's uh, how I learned how to swim and shit. But I had an elevator pass in a new building in Oban. I was a man. I only took football. I used to take that motherfucker only, out like, boop. I only took football, too. I, I was scared to death of water. I've never seen Cass pool. Have you ever been? Yeah, like, doing, y'all didn't have camp. I can't swim either, though. I, I mean, we no, had we, pool we had, Was y'all in uh, uh, We had camp, but I wouldn't. But it wasn't at Cass, though, was it? No. We no. had it at Cass. Miss Servo. Uh, uh, that's literally, if I if I didn't fuck my knees up and shit, uh, I would have not learned how to swim, but I had to take swimming twice. Oh, damn. Fuck so, a pool, man. I still can't then swim. I was, then I was teaching really? class. Like, Jason, show him how to do the fucking backstroke. Yeah. All right. Wiltshire, Wiltshire could swim, too. I was ready to fight a, a young nigga at Kalahari for horse playing. Like I don't, <laughs> fuck, I don't fuck with water. Hey, I'll be with you, bro. We going in a few weeks. I'm like, nigga, leave me alone. Like, them kids play too much. You know what I'm saying? Leave me the fuck alone. Especially then they, and they smell blood, too. Like, oh, wait, he can't swim? And you know what's so funny is, like, <laughs> in real life, this, the swimming is relatively, that shit easy as hell. Man. I don't know about that. That's because you can do it. <laughs> right. I don't, know I don't know what else I don't know about that. I it took is. classes as an adult. Tess, I, a went, oh, I, I went on a ride. We, the ride came, like, on an inner tube, and we came and hit that water fast. Bro. Nigga, I came down under the water, and I don't give a fuck if it's three feet, and if I stand up, I'm going to be all right. It's the fact that I'm submerged. It's a fair thing, though. Yeah. Like, you can't like, breathe. You got to hold your breath. Like, I am submerged under hey, three feet of water. Bro, like I'm some, with you, dog. Some people, my day is over. I'm done with Kalahari. Like some people, Get your shit. We go into the room. Yeah. Some people won't go underwater unless they physically hold their nose. And like you can like don't have your nose close and just... Closure shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there's it's a, a it's a mental thing though. For there's real. not there's not a lot of shit in life that I'm afraid of because I I just feel like I'm gonna take my L's as they come. If something gonna happen, it's gonna happen. But my nigga, I'm scared to death of water. I'm scared of that shit. I'm swimming this weekend and I mean it's this summer and uh, like 15 feet in the pool. First off, 
hotel having a 15 feet pool was behind me. I'm like, they usually don't have that shit that deep, but that bitch was 15 feet. They don't, which care, is if you, they don't care if you die here. It's in Florida. I'm like, nigga, the, <laughs> the ocean is right here, so we can give you 15 feet because the ocean is like right. right there. We was right there on the beach, but I enjoy swimming though. Man, you say it's easy. These dudes hype me up one year we was in Jamaica. <laughs> I thought, I thought, that like, shit I got a floaty. I got the little floaty thing. I'm like, right, I can swim back. Nah, fam. Nigga, I was getting pulled away hey, from the boat. Hey, the hey who, who came and got you though? I go, his wife, his wife <laughs> came out there and got me. <laughs> and then this 50 year old man had to uh, take a place where she got tired. You don't tell us a favor. Hey, no. <laughs> hey. Hey, shout out He to said his rib out, out there yeah, to get out, you. Shout out to hey, T.I. I can't swim. I like, that nigga's going to die. I can't do it. They hyped me up like, go ahead, Dom. I hopped out. Went under like, oh, I got this. Hey, Tim. One time one of my kids jumped in the pool and just started floating. I couldn't do nothing to say. I had to grab the net to pull my baby through. Because we both can't die. Oh, uh, no. Twice, man. That's horrible. But you know what? I tell myself every winter, I'm going to learn how to swim. Because every summer we end up on some island and I'll be, you like to do the excursion and shit. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't tell myself I that lie. Do it, I do not give a fuck. And look, if I'm at a function, a pool party, something like that, and a nigga throw me in, that bitch is done. Cause I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to get my <laughs> gun. I'm going to shoot up the pool party. Look, at the, at the most basic level, hold your breath. And move your arms and your feet. How about I mean, you're going to move forward? Good. How that about you? Good. How like about in you, real life? That's literally <laughs> when you hold your breath. And you how about move you just your let arm. me sit at the edge of the pool and put my feet in? And if you dare touch Man, me, this is why white people want to call us the N word, dog. <laughs> you back to that. And <laughs> listen, because so, niggas so, can't swim. I don't care. So you know, stereotypical hey, ass. <laughs> I can't. I can't swim, but I bet you can't square the fuck up with me. How about that? How we fight? How about we fight in the water? <laughs> Low key. Nah. When we went to, we was in this hotel. And we asked him if we can get, we can like close out the pool and like just have us. We was it was a hundred of us in the hotel. Like, can we had a the pool? He was like, nah, it gotta be open to the public. I'm like, that's okay. Because we going down there at five, all of us going down there at five o'clock, and as soon as we get in, everybody else getting the fuck out. Yeah, and they got out and they watched. They, I'm betting them like, damn, how old? Are they? I thought you niggas couldn't swim. And we <laughs> was all in there, Florida? yeah. Whew. Like all the motherfuckers was looking. I'm like, I, I, I could have sworn I, the, the stereotype was y'all can't swim, but we was all in that motherfucker. Okay. It's yeah. all in there. I, I can swim on my back. That's about it. Same so, um, let me ask you. So, what do you think is a, a, a misconception that people do have about fraternities? That we, we worship the devil. That's really? Yeah, like, like fraternity. I've never heard that. I don't. I don't think I ever heard the it, devil it's, part. It's, it's some deep YouTube videos. It was more prevalent, probably when you and I crossed than it is now. But it's the same thing with um, what they be saying about the big rep, Jay Z and all of them. Who they uh, mm-hmm. that type of stuff? Yeah. Illuminati. Yeah, but yeah. So that's the big that we. I was. I sat on a panel with a very famous person. Now I'm not gonna name his name because y'all, everybody probably knows him. And man, he dismantled the Greeks. All we do is party. Uh, We're not here for the community. Just horrible. And that's probably the huge, the, my, in my opinion, the biggest misconception. We, when we're on a campus, we there for the campus. Now, a part of that, especially at a PWI, is making sure that we do have a social experience because a lot of times there is no social experience for us. I remember at one point, Dominic and I and our other roommate, who's also an alpha, we had to uh, more or less throw parties at our apartment every weekend so we couldn't get no clubs we couldn't we couldn't get no clubs we couldn't get no space on campus now the campus don't know none of this all the campus know is it's a it's a party at Tez and Dom crib tonight it was Dom and Tez crib don't get that hey 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 hey, I'm taller than you (laughs) 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 but no but they don't they don't know why we decided to do that but when we would go turn in our slips 
Now, we are part of two different fraternities. I turned my slip in. Nope. He had turned his slip in. Nope. And whatever other campus organization that we was part of, where it's Black Caucus, BSA, whatever it was, everything was getting denied. So we're, we're, we're there for the campus. And I think a lot of people lose uh, or maybe don't know. I think I'll, I'll say that. A lot of people don't know. That's truly why we're there. Now, we're going to have fun while we're doing it. Yeah, it's part of the college experience. Um, but we we there for y'all. Like, like it's, it's college, though. How you mad at teenagers for partying? And, and, <laughs> and that's, that's another that's another thing I think that criticism should kind of play off of or kind of be laxed on. Like I know you got a, a son. I'm gonna keep pointing to you because you got a son in, in in high school. Right. Imagine him 19. He at wherever he going end up going to school at, and he is more or less making decisions for whatever black population is on that on that campus, and he supposed to do that with maturity. Now, 70% of the time, he's going to do that with maturity. But he's still a kid at the he's end of the day. A, exactly. Yeah. That's the part I'd be worried about when you got the, all the hazing and shit like that. And to your point, making it illegal probably did hurt shit because, like, hey, man, I ain't about to risk getting in trouble. No actual trouble. So now I got a 20-year-old in, in charge, charge of yes. other kids. Like, like at 20? My nephew can't be in charge of other. Well, he got a baby now, so he yeah, he got to be in charge of something. But like, what when alcohol is involved? Yep. Right. When when yo when there's women involved, when there's poor decisions involved, poor decision yeah. making. I didn't make the best decisions when I was younger. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? Most, most people don't. I still don't make the best decisions now. I'm a lot better than I not used to be. But like, that'd be kind of like ah. And then like, y'all responsible. I don't necessarily know. If they realize you are responsible for how an entire generation is going to view a chapter, period. You know what I'm saying? Because if you went to school in '98 and whoever was in charge of the alphas in '98 was on uh, was an idiot, Mm -hmm. that's how I view y'all. Period. Forever. You absolutely right. Like forever. Because in my formative years, I learned this. This stand with me. Period. Mm -hmm. Or if you you didn't make it, now you got a vendetta. Like yeah, f these dudes. Rest of my life, I got a vendetta to spread false information. What What is Mo? Which one? Mo was in yeah, one. Alpha. Yeah, okay. We played together. I, for whatever reason, I thought y'all was in the same joint. I but now that I think, now that I try to get Cortez, he didn't want to hear me. Now that I think back, I'm like, no. Oh, question I had because I seem like everybody just had a fucking Founders Day this week. Was there a thing that 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 why did why are all the Founders Day looks like in the same month? Same month. Don't know. I think it just. Knowing how we were founded at at Howard, I'm not sure. It may have, I honestly don't know, but this is just purely speculation. It may have something to do with when the origination of the idea of the fraternity or sorority came about, and then the processing time of the university could end up being, hey, mm-hmm. we're y'all here um, in in January. Now, that's pure speculation. I know my fraternity's history as far as the origination, the conversations that our founders had with one another. Um, and then the process they took to to get on to uh, Howard's campus, but it may be something like that. Are there new fraternities all the time? But, but they aren't allowed until because we have a, a council called National Panhellenic Council. I think our bylaws uh, you have to have so many chapters world, uh, countrywide before. It, I don't. They might be closed now. It might not even allow. We haven't else. had a new fraternity since, since the 90s. yeah. Well, since the 90s. they sued to get into. Yeah. It. Well, the 60s. Don't, no, no, no. They, they joined in the night. They joined in the night. They joined in the night. They, oh, got, they oh. sued to get in. All right. It used to be Elite Eight, now it's Divine Nine. Who was the last one? I got to fight Theta. Who? Who am I? Teddy. 
Give me say what? <laughs> the Irish. <laughs> okay. So that's why they be look they look like that that way. Well, you know, I can't speak on it, but yeah, they they the newest of the of, they had to of, suit again. of yeah of MPAC. I'm trying to be respectful. And, and then before that, I think was the uh, S.G. Rose. That was like 1922. 20, yeah, it's 20. So that's a long. That's a long time. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before somebody else can join. What's about 15 years, right? Some one of y'all said 1906 or something like that. Yeah, right? he's 06. We, we, it be, when we, when our all our fraternity, our fraternity started, it was no council. You know what I'm saying? I, I forgot. What, I forgot the year that was started, but. I think, uh, man, I want to say the 40s. My, I, I feel like y'all and the Q's are the ones that kind of got that. Uh, one, man, I'm probably going to get beat up for not knowing my ch- the history. I want to say this is probably in the World War II era, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is when the council was formed. Yeah, I used to know. They're going to drag you. Yeah, you don't they know. ain't drag me. I don't care. <laughs> we were trying to leave y'all anyway. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so as far as like the whole worshiping the devil thing, like a lot of our members are cl- part of the clergy. You know what I'm saying? You got the MLKs, you got the Robert Abernathy. I know there was a bunch of uh, 33rd degree Masons at my church, too. They everywhere. Every every church. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, so I, I really, I think it's just the whole Now, I don't necessarily thing. mean that you good. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But it I think some, it's the whole secrecy thing. When you don't know something, people usually might start making up all kind of rumors. Man, when I was younger, dog, and I'm thinking back when I found out, I'm like, it was some ceremonial shit that was going on. And we was, my father, our family was prominent inside of the church there mm-hmm. was you know my dad was a trustee mama was a part of they was we were very prominent so mm-hmm. and we was really really close with the pastors and that whole family shit my god sister is a part of that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and um i be thinking back and look and i'm like dog that was a weird ass fucking ceremony that i was a part of mm-hmm. like there was a <laughs> there was a skull inside of the sanctuary mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. this was some weird shit that okay. was going on. I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> like, oh, as a child, yeah, 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 okay. it didn't it didn't click. Yeah, yeah, but as okay. an adult, like, uh, probably, probably, was that supposed to? Probably saw way? some stuff you weren't supposed to see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But they you know was like, he ain't gonna remember. Yeah, but like you know, niggas do remember. Or he shit. Want, they want you to be one. You get older. That's it. I be thinking, I don't know, man. I be ritual shit be. I, I feel you. I'd be indifferent about something because I'm cool with tradition because mm-hmm. my family has tradition mm-hmm. and rituals ain't shit but like a tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me ask you this, Jay. If if everything about our different organizations was just out on Google, like you can go A to Z about Delta Kappa Chapter 5, A to 7, whole nine yards, would your comfort level change? <laughs> That's no. a good question. No. I don't know because like I'm not against it per se because like I know good people mm-hmm. who I trust in like these are who's a part of shit who won't be a part of no fuck shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like it's not that like fuck but, that you and the attorney don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but dog you question it. You, you I question, question everything, everything though. So yeah. like you know that's not going. It just ain't you. you know yeah it don't uh, matter if it's out there. Yeah. It, it's going to be too surface level for that nigga. He ain't going to be able to. Yeah, I do think um, like some of the stuff that y'all do is like specifically what we need. Right. And mm-hmm. I do think if that was more available to people and people knew yeah. that um, there's an avenue, cause we all be like, we always assume white folks get together, and have a white meetings <laughs> <laughs> and decide what they going to do. Um, the white the council facts. Yeah. I don't know whether it's the, 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 the council or not. It's called the government. 
there's a bunch of different groups and fraternities, right? That people are that are part of. Mm-hmm. That all of our presidents are part of the Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like a myth. Like they literally are That's part of the Skull and Bones. You know what I'm saying? They asked George Bush about. It, he was like, I can't tell you. It's a secret. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. It's a joke, but I'm not. That's not funny to me, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it got it got John F. Kennedy assassinated. Like he literally said the week before he got assassinated, it was like the idea of secret societies don't sit well with me. There's a secret society that's running the government, who in the banks and all the other shit. And then a week later, and then it got shot in the head. It's a secret society. So, all we ask is trust. You know what I'm saying? Like he li- literally, the president gave an address that you can type in and go listen to YouTube hmm. for the nation said, I don't like secret societies. They running the government. I think that shit bad. And he was assassinated a week later. Got him up out of there. You know what I'm saying? That's He's like, he said there's clandestine. It's not fraternity shit. This is like, there's clandestine groups that it's are government type inside thing. of our government. Like the government isn't. So when people say, I hate the government, mm-hmm. it's not the government that's bad. It's the few people that who are, are positions of power who can move and maneuver the different 1%. Shit. And it's, it's like 1% of 1%. Mm-hmm. It's not the 1%. It's a lot of niggas who fall it's into 1%. Tenth. It's that top 10. Yeah, the 10th of 1% or some shit like that. Because like the 1%, you may be like, nigga, that's not that much money. But you technically fall into one. Like, yeah, no, yeah, it's the 10th of 1%. I don't know, man. But I definitely think when people are like, we need a black agenda. Mm-hmm. Like, we need such and such this. So I would love for all the divine nine to get together, right? Mm-hmm. And create a super PAC or a political base. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, what you doing for black folks? Cause we don't have a group to say all black folks get together and tell us if whatever candidate is going to give us these things, we'll give you our support. Um, mm-hmm. And if that's what y'all already into, like maybe that's a start, like maybe the divine nine or whatever y'all get together and because I'm assuming that they got influence because y'all in positions of power through all these different industries, like because what y'all do and what y'all stand for is literally what we need. Yeah. And I would just love for us to be on the same page. Uh, maybe it starts there, but like all black people need to be involved. Like, well, listen, let's get together. Let's make an agenda for people or for us, what we need to know and what we need to do. And we'll put our support behind a candidate. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give us these things, if you're not going to give us these things, we're not fucking with none of y'all. Yeah, I, I think that's that's good in theory. Um, but I also think you would have to tell people to shut the fuck up about what they truly may believe. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many different types of people in my organization alone. Yeah. Like we're not going to believe all, this, all the same things. So mm-hmm. that's, it sounds, I would love for that to happen. But for me to have everybody follow me, in my organization, for example, I would probably have to sh- tell a third of the organization, "Hey, yo, y'all can fly a kite, or y'all, or y'all gonna get on board." Or every organization take a vote within their organization, mm-hmm. but everybody got to honor that. Yeah, yeah, that's right? the problem. That's the problem. Everybody yeah. take a vote for whatever, and then whatever wins, this is what our organization is going mm-hmm. boom. And then out of the nine, whatever y'all come up with, that's gonna be the the decision for black yeah. people, so to speak. You know what I mean? But like we gotta have on an agenda and it seemed like we just, we just can't as a people, we just can't get on the same board, man. No matter what organization you in, it just uh maybe it's Russia. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> real talk. I, 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 at the last week episode, I was like, dog, this 
man, I, I spent, remember a couple, well, about last year ago, a year ago, so Alec, I mean, um, James Baldwin and Nick Giovanni conversation mm-hmm. um, came up. It was on a breakfast club. It was a thing to be talked about, mm-hmm. whatever. And I went and listened to the entire conversation. It was a great conversation. Then I watched the James Baldwin movie that came out about a year and a half or so ago. Like, mm-hmm. that Russia shit is real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when I start thinking back, like, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Contel Pro, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, that's still, they still doing that type of stuff. They, yeah. They, I always worry about shit like that because you could have a bunch of people together who really got great intentions and somebody in control is pulling nah. strings. He's like, nah, they can't let this happen. Like, so this be my this be my concern with a lot of shit that start off good. And you have a lot of people who you may love and trust or whatever who are part of something. But like, I say this. I got close friends, family members, and this loved ones, and older people, like past 50, 60, who've been a part of different organizations, I'll say, right? And once they make their ranks up higher and higher, they say, I'm not active no more. And they never say why they're not active, but they say things changed and I wasn't comfortable with this. They won't never say what happened because of secrets or whatever, but at some point they get to something where they're not comfortable with, so they they, they fall back and they're not mm. active. And I'd be like, well, damn, what do they see? What, what do they, they see? And why is it so, whatever y'all see, don't nobody never say it. Mm-hmm. Like it got to be real. <laughs> that it, Don't nobody ever spill the beans? Like there right. got to be some real life consequence. And that shit always, it always bothers me. And like people who I, I love and respect and like, and they be like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not active in this any longer. It always concerns me. Yeah. It always some, concerns me. Some went down. Yeah, or maybe they just seem like I don't know, and I don't even want to say nothing like sound disrespectful, but like something, something happened, and because they never say the secret, who, who knows? The secret stops. That's where it stays. Mm-hmm. Well, but we somber, all did. I feel like that's a somber <laughs> ass note to end on, Jason. <laughs> but look, we dealing with humans though. Yeah, and the human condition is you know some make good decisions, some make bad decisions. Sometimes you just get tired. Though. Yeah, you get old. You yeah. like yeah, I'm. I'm tired of spending my Saturdays in meetings. Your thought process changed too. You know, somebody may be cool with doing um, the fraternity thing or the organization thing and they may wake up one day and uh, feel like you, Jay, where I'm cool on this. I don't want to be part of an organization. Yeah. For one reason or another. And, you know, it it may be something as simple as that. Hmm. Well, listen, man, I appreciate... um, Y'all just coming on and, and being able to share the share information about y'all fraternities, mm-hmm. uh, about some of the work that y'all do and what they what they the principles and things that y'all stand on because um it's always good. I mean, we get on here and talk shit and, and you know, we make wild hot hot takes and shit, but like some of the stuff we talk about like has real lasting impressions and, and, yeah. and is important to real people. Mm-hmm. And I just wanna always be able to make that 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 side available. Mm-hmm. Um and to be perfectly honest, I mean uh, a lot of our listeners is in our in our same age range or whatever who have children in high school. And if it sounds like something that you know you want your child to be a part of, uh, I know two good people who stand for good things. Um, clearly here to help people out. So if that's a route that you think will work, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? So And they drink Crown Royal. Only gentlemen drink Crown Royal. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what y'all liked. I'm like, okay, I can get some. Crown is always sick. Yeah. Exactly. You, I can get I like bourbon. You know what I'm saying? But other people might like I fuck with bourbon. I've been yeah. trying to get I've been I've been trying to get my bourbon gang, my bourbon bag. Hey man, shout out to y'all for providing this platform too, man, because this is actually pretty huge, man. Um like my uh my uncle owns like a, a radio station. Yeah. And it ain't to me, you know what I'm saying, like black radio stations or it ain't to me black podcasts too that's Doing what y'all doing, y'all bringing a diverse crowd. I'm like, I'm mad proud of y'all because I remember when y'all started. Appreciate I, I, it. I had to learn how to listen to podcasts because y'all. Because I'm like, what the heck is this? Like an hour, bro. I got stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> and you figure out like, oh, I can listen to. What you I want do to. stuff. And <laughs> and you listen. Yeah. So pretty much that's what I do. And like, and, and like, I see you, the traje- trajectory y'all are going. And 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 y'all, y'all in a minute, I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna have your number no more. You know what I'm saying? On, it's, quit, never gonna be that. it's never gonna. It's never gonna. I'm be like, that. Nah, I hit the, he hit me back, man. He different now. I he had this number for 20 years. He ain't going nowhere. Um. Man, I appreciate it though, man. I, I really do, um, because I mean, sometimes you know we just come up here. I won't, dim- I won't like diminish it or just say we just be talking shit. But like sometimes we don't really re- recognize the role that we play in other people's lives yeah. or on other people's commutes mm-hmm. or or whatever. Or just you never really understand how important your opinion may be on a on a particular topic, and or we'll talk about stuff. Somebody had a conversation with somebody about the Dreams and Nightmares episode mm. we did. Um, That's a long time ago. Yeah, because I had tweeted something yesterday um, about like night terrors or something like that. And then somebody uh, texted me and then gave me a call because um, they had their they first one. And they remember talking oh, about it on the, That's the Dreams and Nightmares. I'm like, man, that's that's wild. And after that episode aired, like so many people reached out to me and was like, this happens. Like I've experienced this blase blah, blah. I'm like, I'm just sharing some shit that I, that happened to me. Mm-hmm. And you say you went through the exact yep. same thing. That's and like crazy. a lot of people reached out and have like really good conversations about that, man. You just really never know what is going to resonate with the, with the, with another particular person. So one thing I will say that I do know though, it, it sparks a, a thought, right? So we just kind of scratched the surface. This is me and Dom yeah. talking to y'all, asking your questions about, you know, Greek life, black Greek life specifically. And like, it's so much more information. Yeah. So what will end up happening is whoever y'all listenership is, somebody's going to Google tonight or t- or tomorrow, whenever you, you release the episode. And I've done that after listening to some of y'all, y'all different podcasts. Oh, I didn't even know. Well, me, I'm like, I ain't got no time. I ain't got no time. Let me see what's going on. So all that, all that matters, man. And to Don's point, it ain't a lot of platforms, you know, for that. So. Man, we appreciate it. Absolutely, just trying to put out good content. Uh, You got music pick this week? Yeah, man. My music pick, I'm going to keep it for the home team. Dre Butters dropped a song called Poppin' featuring DJ BJ, 3525, Sino, G-Baby, and Brian Hamilton. It's got a nice, nice smooth-ass groove to it. That's my music pick of the week. Okay. Whose man's is this? Please let it be. Please let it be that video I sent you. I seen the video before okay. you sent it. I've been I've been seeing it often on my timeline. Okay, and it's definitely whose man is this? <laughs> man, I hope he carry a gun. I tell you why this is my whose man is this? Like some people got specialties in certain things. Uh, I like sports. I, I I like basketball. I like football. I'm not as well versed in football as I am in basketball. I'm not. Though I do know a lot about basketball, I'm not as well versed in basketball 
as I am in fighting or as in boxing. Like right. there's certain shit that I know better than other shit. Right. But some people want to be involved in everything. Did anybody see the, the Conor McGregor fight last week? I didn't watch it. I did. Uh, 42 seconds of, uh, of skill. I'll say 42 seconds of skill, of skill. Because like we talked about last week, like I've been watching UFC since since the shit was 25 like, years or some shit. Since it was like bad. It was taboo to watch back then. Facts. So uh, Stephen A. Smith got up there and was talking about my man who fought last week, Cowboy. And he was he was he was disparaging like, oh, he quit. He this is a sham. He shouldn't have been in the same ring. Fam, that motherfucker can fight <laughs> like. He got, like, have you seen I, how many wins he had? I like, don't think people sometimes understand the mindset you got to have to be a fighter. You are signing up to get punched in the fucking face. Really and you are training to guy. hurt another man. man so, Conor McGregor, right? I know he loud, he brashed the whole nine yards or whatever. He's one of the best at what he does. Like, in, 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 like in real life, he's highly skilled. Did you know that motherfucker broke his orbital bone last week? Like, he practiced... Some shit with his shoulder to hit. Like he literally Good. practiced this shit because they let video out. Like he practiced the move that he actually that actually uh, set up the ending of the fight. Like it's a very it's a highly skilled sport. It's a very nuanced sport. And you think that some shit was chance? No, I set this whole thing up. So for me to be off for fifteen months and come back and wipe a nigga out in four in forty two seconds? No, that's not like a that's not like Tyson versus McNeely or no shit like that. Like, that's some skill. But he gets on. He want to disparage people because he don't know what the fuck he talking about with UFC. He don't know what the fuck he talking about with boxing. And yes. the reason I say that is he released a video of him trying to do some pad work. Have y'all seen this video? Mm. Jesus. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Let me show you it. Oh, um, he's punching up. Jesus fucking Christ. Like Daddy's the kids. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it's terrible pad work, man. I'm like, yo, he look like he tired. When I watch this, I hope Stephen A. Smith carries. And you know why? You know why he was there at the UFC fight? Because ESPN paid this nigga a lot of money, and we're gonna Eight get our money. We're gonna get our money's worth. You're gonna do you shit do that you wouldn't normally doing. Something other than the NBA. Yeah. We're gonna get this eight million up out of you. Man, look at this fucking video, dog. <laughs> He just started, bro. That's all it is. He in his house. Where he, where he at? I hope he in the house. <laughs> First off, look at these um, orthopedics he got on. Like, dog, don't ever fucking hey, why open. Get, why are they laughing so hard? <laughs> you know what it remind me of? Remember that that time Meek was hitting a heavy bag? Yes. Yeah. But worse. Th throwing them baby girl punches? <laughs> dog, don't ever. Throwing them bad bitch punches? <laughs> dog, whose man's is this? Who's the nigga holding the pads? Uh, he's a terrible First, and, for first and foremost. And wh why don't you upload that shit after you fucking talking right. about niggas who fighting? Like, dog, don't talk about com don't com don't talk about combat sports when that's the type of combat you're doing. Hold on, remember I forget it was one of them Morris brothers. Somebody tapped Stephen A. Smith on the ass, oh. like on no no not on like and the NBA player came back and said later like that was them like trying that nigga. <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith got on air was talking about like how he from Brooklyn and he don't play that shit. Nigga, if you swing nigga. punches like that, nigga. shut the fuck up forever. 
bunch of some little kids. No, he 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 was like ESPN, and you think ESPN gonna let something happen to me? No, ESPN can't do shit to save you, my nigga. Because if you don't got armed security, you'll get fucked up. You better run. I don't imagine that nigga. <laughs> the reason you know one of them. The reason I say yeah, I whose man's is this? Why the fuck would you upload that shit? Did you watch Bro. it? Like, why did you upload that shit? That shit looks horrible. There's nothing to be proud of. No, fam. How the fuck you can't hit a mitt? It's not a parody. He was dead ass serious. He was counting that footwork. One, two. One, two. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. So now, don't talk to me about saying, boxing or fighting or nothing. He going to release something a year from now. It's going to be a before and after. <laughs> Maybe no. All right. Well, this is due to after. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now, I look like you gonna get your ass beat. Whoever, whoever the I NBA nigga throwing go- dick punches. Why the fuck is he? <laughs> 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 the fuck is that, dog? I oh, shout out. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and say this shit again. Also, like so, a nigga on Twitter, some verified account. I mean, I see funny shit he posts all the time and shit, right? Um. Cause I was like, I seen a nigga punch like that before. It was Soda Popimsky. <laughs> soda um, Pop. Yeah. So I had tweeted that shit right, and like I seen this post, and I posted a little picture of a Soda Popimsky and shit, and like everybody followed the nigga, so I began likes and retweets and shit. So I go in there, and the nigga blocked me and shit. <laughs> this is my tweet now. Man. <laughs> this is my tweet now. No, I, I think he thought I was saying that he looked like because he got a bald head. I thought he, I think he said he thought I was like trying to diss him or some shit, but look. Twitter niggas be real sensitive. Real fucking. I'm trying to find this tweet because I wrote. Ain't no bitch. slander in my mentions. <laughs> He's so fucking. That's so fucking whack yeah, to like me, though. Nigga, your mama said the hot pocket's ready. Go upstairs. <laughs> it's so whack to me because I'm like, it's two days ago. They still you know what liking he and tonight? retweeting. Like, you know no, what he don't be tonight? so fucking sensitive. Two hot pockets and a glass of Sunny D. Especially if you like. Fuck ass. One nigga. of these niggas with the checks to be talking shit and it like as soon as the nigga I wasn't even roasting you. I was roasting Stephen right, A. Smith. Right, right. I tagged Stephen A. Smith in it. <laughs> like he thought I was roasting your bitch ass and you blocked me. I don't care, I but you, like I bet you he punched like that. Man, nigga fuck out of here. Too serious. Niggas be so I, I thought y'all so was gonna weak. say something about Wendy uh Wendy's fart though. That, that, that's Is like, that I don't know if that's real or yo, not. Yo, did y'all uh, see the picture she like she got a dick though? Did y'all uh, see that picture? Uh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh hey, just, man, we, we swinging low now. We swinging low. Come on, saying, gentlemen. Come on, gentlemen. Keep your gloves up. Keep the gloves up. I'm just saying, y'all ain't seen. I, I didn't even know about that. One. I just, I just, hey, hey, okay. I saw. I heard it on hey, yo, Club. her. Her husband got got the bag out of that divorce. You right about that. That nigga got the bag. I'm all for niggas divorcing their wives and winning. You know what I'm saying? Man, they say and, he was like. Abusive and like a choke and cheating man. and had an outside <laughs> baby and still came up. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to toxic masculinity in 2020. <laughs> shout out. Side note: Remember all that shit that happened with Charlemagne and all the scandals and shit that was going on yeah. last year? That was him. What? Kevin Hunter putting that oh, shit out. Okay, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He he Dang. started all that. Okay, shit. it makes sense. Yeah. Now uh, that I didn't know. Yeah. Can I say one more thing before we end? For sure. Sure. Yo, so I had a. Uh, fraternity brother Rob Biddle, he passed away uh, last week. Uh, actually, last Saturday, uh, he was our graduate advisor. He was huge on Michigan State's campus. He was way, way older than us. He crossed the University of Illinois. Uh, was a huge influence on the Michigan State campus. His funeral is tomorrow. Uh, so God bless his family, his chapter, uh, his graduate chapter, uh, Epsilon Tau Sigma in Lansing, and uh, all the bros. So rest in peace, man. Absolutely, right, yeah. 
Uh, Dang, time for the Benny? Uh, let me. I got new benediction music. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, was late for that. You know, because cause sometimes it'd be somber, but I, I I heard some upbeat church music today, so I just decided to incorporate it into uh into the Benny. But uh, it's Dame Gone Wild on Instagram. In 2020, I'm going to get my Twitter back because niggas like Name Tag Alexander is on Twitter misquoting me and tagging me. Name Tag, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to own your <laughs> publishing. And then I'm going to rap all your songs. I'm just going to fuck them all up because they're going to be mine now. But uh, uh, that's I just, all I got. I just went and found a nigga uh, on Twitter, George Foster 72, show weak ass. Uh, you, shouldn't be this, you shouldn't be this fucking sentimental over tweets that's not even directed at you. Stop being a hoe. Um, Jay Johnson, 313, on everything that matters. Don't block me or I'll roast you on uh, on my podcast. Uh, <laughs> follow Shop Talk Podcast. That's, on, a, that's uh, a new policy. That's a new policy. How dare you? How, how fucking dare you? I only clicked on the tweet because I kept getting retweets in my, my No, I'm like, what the fuck are they? Why? What did I say? They got me in trouble. And I clicked on it. It was like, they got you blocked. I'm like, what? <laughs> is that going to be a new segment on the podcast? I was like, who is this nigga? Yeah. Uh, you block us. We dragging you. We fucking dragging you. It's one of these local uh, celebrity niggas with these local niggas uh, on the, in the city who got me blocked. And I ain't never mentioned this nigga name on Twitter ever. Never at a nothing. What'd he look like? He every, if I say his name, y'all know who he is. But like, fam, I don't know you. I, like, I don't like you. But like, I don't know you. Like, what? How did you come across me? Like, no, this nigga can't ever see my tweets. You <laughs> must have been talking shit about me. But that's neither here nor there. Um, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.